I don't care if you've been listening to Tom Cruise berate motherfuckers all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black of the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's buddy. Coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke now, fam, with that thing shit on my left. Oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. Mission report, December 16th, 1991. Ooh. In the, um, I saw right engineers on the one to do stroke people out on three sports chronos. IRC is just this. I'm sorry. Discord is just IRC for millennials. Changed my mind. <laughs> he switched it up. In the middle, we got your boy Blue. Joe Biden have have won the presidency about 57 11 times. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, we got your boy Stitch. Tom Cruise was our president. We would have been out of this mess by now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He sure did go off on motherfuckers. Kronos, we got some stats for us, right? That we do. Listener of the week would be Roblo Gamer. It was in like okay. capital letters and lower capital letters. Like, all right, I gotta read it like I'm leet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll be, hey, nobody's chat. Oh, there we go, Pat. Patrick, what's going on? All the way from oh, uh, the Windy City. Thank you for coming back in the that's chat, a, my beer brother. That's fam. He just made me spend. No, he didn't make me spend. He, it, it, um, in a roundabout way, made me spend a PS5's worth of beer in a, in a month. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not, I'm not fucking kidding. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I saw, I saw the load, or the, the, the load. Uh, Whoa. Well, pause. We starting off. Excellent. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So where, where are we going? Okay, oh, hold so, on, real uh, quick. Hold... Sorry, before before we actually start um, with the RIPs. Uh, at some point, Bunny Man should be joining us. I told him to be ready at, at 8.20. It's past that. So He's on a CP time. Yeah, he's on a super CP time. Uh, so hopefully, if he just jumps in on, on here, then just, it, it was planned. <laughs> so. There you go. <laughs> Old Ninja, pour something out for us. Uh, we're going to pour out some uh, St. Ides. Actually, no, some Old English. I know we did it last week, but I'm pouring some more Old English uh, for this week. Uh, so we're going to start off with uh, Charlie Pride, uh, American guitarist, uh, singer, and professional baseball player. Wow. Charlie Pride, he lived. He grew up in 1930s America, just to give you an idea. Uh, he was a country music artist with 52 top 10 hits and 30 number one hits. And he received Entertainer of the Year from the Country Music Association Awards. Uh, in 1952, he used to pitch for the Memphis Red Sox in the Negro, the Negro, Leagues, right? Negro American League. He was mm-hmm. traded along with Jesse Mitchell to the Birmingham Black Byrons for a team bus. God damn. Uh, in 1956, he was drafted into the Army. In 1958, he was discharged. He came back to the Memphis Red Sox, but then he played up until 1960. That's when his music career started to take off. Um, between 1960 and 66, he was doing uh, some music. And then in 66, he had his major hit, uh, Just Between You and Me. And he played to an all-white crowd who did not know he was black until he walked on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and in 
And he told the crowd what's up. He said he knows it was weird and it's awkward, but I'm going to play for y'all anyway. And he continued to play, and he went on to have a, a huge career. Uh, his biggest hit was Kiss an Angel Good Morning, and he can, continued to pump out hits. Uh, he has won awards from all over the globe, including the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Grammys. Uh, there's also a stretch of highway from his hometown of Sledge, Mississippi, to Tuweiler. Tuweiler? Mm-hmm. Nick Tuweiler. Uh, he was inducted to, into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2000. He passed away on the 12th due to complications of COVID-19. He was mm. 86. Damn. So, truth be told, I had no idea who this person was, but yeah. because of his passing and actually because of uh, I call her D-Smack because she came on the podcast with D-Smack, which is uh, Cronus' sister. She brought attention to his death, and now I'm wildly more um, interested in finding out about this man's wife, this man's life. Moving on. Wait, before you move on, like I just want to say, like um, uh, the singer that did a song with Pilot Bell, I did not know he was white until I saw the music video. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, know, he was white. Wait, you mean Michael McDonald? Yeah, he's got some soul in his voice, dude. Yeah, yeah, I mean he does, but he's part of he's part of a famous music family. Anyway, the, the one the one that gets me is the one that sings uh, "What What You Won't Do Do for Love." Oh or yeah, that dude. Uh, I believe he's British. Yeah, he's crazy. That one yeah. tripped me out. I was like, so "You the, lying." That's Bobby. <laughs> that, so that's Bobby Caldwell. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Him. Yeah, he wear he wears a fedora when he uh, when he sings. <laughs> But he he got he got some bangers, man. Anyway, moving on. Next up on the list, we have Tommy Lister. Tommy Tiny Lister Jr., best known for his two two iconic roles: one of Zeus, the nemesis of Hulk Hogan, when Hulk Hogan made his comeback in the the late '80s, and the other is Debo from the movie Friday. In the yep. World Wrestling uh, Federation, back when it was WWF, he was Zeus for the 1989 movie No Holds Barred, and he yeah. came back to the World Championship Wrestling as Z Gangsta in 1996. Uh, born in uh, from Compton, California, he went to Polymer Junior College. I think it's pronounced Polymer. Uh, Polymer Junior College. Then he went to Long Beach Community College, and then he managed to get a scholarship to attend the University of California at Los Angeles under a track and field scholarship. Uh, he appears right. as... The, he seemed like a shot putter in track Yeah, field, he seemed like definitely the field part, he, not the track part. He was, <laughs> so he was a shot putter. So at the community college, college he was, he got he did their uh, highest ranked shot put, which got him wow. a scholarship into UCLA. Nice. Uh, so he appeared in the... Neighborhood bully Debo and Friday become solidifying himself as the bully forever. Uh, he became a f- cultural phenomenon almost, but he also returned in the sequel next Friday. But he played character roles in other huge movies and crazy directors. Uh, he's in The Dark Knight, Austin Powers, and Goldmember. He worked with Tarantino and Jackie Brown. Uh, he's featured in Human Centipede 3, which I haven't seen oh, yet. Yeah, I and one of my <laughs> One of my personal favorites, he plays the president yeah, in yeah. The Fifth Element. That's right, yeah. Fun fact, his wife's name is Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had COVID-19 in August of this year. In early December, he experienced COVID-like symptoms. Uh, he was filming a movie. He was unreachable for a few days. 
So police were called to do a courtesy check or a welfare what check. Yeah. They found him in his apartment dead. His yeah. death his death is an early autopsy phase, but it is alleged that he died of COVID nineteen. God damn. Uh, he was no, he was sixty two, I believe. Let me get the still built, like still looking like he was as strong as a fucking ox. Yes, real. he was. He was sixty-two. Okay. He looked, he looked like he was still your fucking bike and take your goddamn chain. I see what you got on my forty, homie. <laughs> yeah. So he was blind. In, he was blind in his right eye, but yeah, I yeah. guess through was through makeup. And, uh, I don't know if it's from birth, but he was blind okay. in his right eye. I don't know if it was an accident or whatnot. Uh, I don't know the specifics. I didn't get the specifics, but. There you crazy. go. I totally forgot about the no no holds barred movie. As soon as you said that, it just all popped. Call right fly back. I was like, oh shit! Because he yeah, was so big. Because he was like, because yeah. he was Hulk Hogan's size, and it was just like, because Hulk Hogan back in the day was big. He's smaller now because oh, yeah. he's shorter because he did so many uh, leg drops. But back in the day, he was <laughs> no. I'm serious. So, like he actually lost inches of height. He compressed yeah. his spine. Okay. But back then, he was like really tall, and to have somebody that was like his same height and like basically his same sort of build was uh, was pretty mm -hmm. amazing. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Right. I just remember he had the uh, the bracelets, and he clinging. He'd be playing, playing. You like scream and shit. I was like, oh shit, that's right. It's fucking Zeus. It was like watching Rocky and uh, Drago again. Dude, he's got a really long. He's got a long list of movies he's actually been in. Like, mm -hmm. he he, it's, it, he seems like the person that didn't turn out a role. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's in Players Club, but he doesn't have, like, super major roles, but yeah. he was so recognizable because of Friday, and even those who remember him as uh, Zeus, I mean, it's just hard to not be like, oh, I know who you are. Like, he's Diva. Dude, you yeah. you, you voiced the character in, um, in Zootopia. Oh. Yeah. That movie, that movie had no business. He was always the muscle. Yeah, he was always the muscle. And, uh, fucking, it turns out that, uh, he sort of was like what Terry Crews was supposed to be, except Terry Crews got stupid. Damn. So his, his character in Zootopia was uh, a fucking lemur. Or a, um, a Vinic Fox? A Finic, like that? Finic Fox. A hot super Vinic Fox, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Shit, oh, that was, oh, yeah, that was him. Yeah, yeah. God damn. There you go. Zootopia R. rocked. R.I.P. All right. Any others? Uh, I think I might have missed one, but that's all I got. Okay. So, I just, Holy shit, I just got a message Let's... from uh, from Bunny Man. Bunny Man, is he joining? And he said he has to do, wash his dishes first. I'm like, all right, for, okay, first yeah, of all, man, all right. you asked to come on wait, last wait, minute. Wait. I said, okay, or we what? said, okay. Now he's doing dishes. What kind of dishes are you washing? <laughs> That's what we, yeah. yeah, we have a different term for washing dishes in this yeah. podcast. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. if he's washing the dishes that we're thinking of, then yeah, okay, man, we'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take your time. Uh, and Mission report. And before... unless, he, unless he's like a bunny. <laughs> oh, and before everything started, uh, let me give a shout out to um, my sister who started a new business recently. So yeah. she started started making candles and oils. It's called Ibiji. I'm sorry. It's hard for me to turn this thing correctly that way. There we go. There you go. Yep, candles right and oil. It's uh, really amazing candles. It's got, uh, it's got the infinity base smelling good as fuck up in here. 
I'm just saying. Spe um, spell it out. Spell it out for those who aren't watching the video. It, it'll be. Yeah, sure. I'll put it in the uh, description as well. But it's I B E J I oils and candles. And she just opened up her Etsy shop a couple days ago. Uh, Blue actually did some photographs for her that he's gonna drop hopefully pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, can, they smell on, on Etsy, right? Yes, it's an Etsy shop, and it smells uh, can like. You, can you say the name again for those who might have missed it? I'll put it in the in the description, but it's okay. I B E J I oils and candles. It's an Etsy shop. And, and it's kind of cool. I had asked her like, what does name mean? And it's like an African goddess. Um, it's a it's a goddess. There's there's twins, and each twin has a different personality, and they kind of make up the logo, which is kind of cool. But yeah, definitely Google the name and, and learn more about that because um, it's pretty interesting. The story she told me. Yeah, it's. These candles are fucking great. I mean, like, get your fucking Yankee yeah. Doodle nonsense candles out of here. Throw them shits out. Um, <laughs> order these candles. Uh, I wouldn't sell you some or tell you to buy some bullshit. They're, they really do smell good. And yeah. uh, support a lo local Oakland-owned business, a black-owned business by a woman mm -hmm. and and her wife. Um, they both own the business together. And oh, okay. yeah, they're doing uh, doing big things. It's good to see them like already getting like a bunch of orders and shit like that. So yeah, check them out. I'll put put it in the description. So. Awesome. No, that's great. Great plug. Uh, uh, I got one shout out too I want to give. Um, I want to give a, I, I don't know why I didn't do this last week, but kind of rushed it. But um, shout out to the sweetness. Uh, her birthday was last week. So oh, nice. her and I got to spend some time together, quarantine in place. But um, it's just interesting. Like this year for having birthday parties and this and that, it was kind of, kind of, it's kind of crazy. But it's funny because she's saying that this year doesn't count. So she didn't get older <laughs> at all. <laughs> She, she didn't what? She didn't get older at all? Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. We all need seven years this year. <laughs> it's a long uh, last decade. Since we do until uh, Baby Blue is here. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. uh, since we're doing shout outs, a quick shout out to Culture Junkies. Uh, I was able to do a Twitch stream with them a couple days ago. So uh, you can check out our stream on uh, their Twitch. Uh, just go to Twitch tv and uh, search culture junkies you'll see us play a couple games thank you to them for letting me join the stream you can check it out there all right let's dive on in guys um first thing on the list goddammit. uh the <laughs> this is gonna be interesting i want to hear uh chronos and uh old ninjas <laughs> takes first about Whatever this is with cyberpunk 2077 Ooh, this is boy. in the wild and it's for better or worse, the talk of the geek world. What is happening here? Take I'll, it away. I'll let Oninja uh, go first. You're, you're playing on a different. You're playing it on Atari still, so his experience is going to be best. Goddamn. God <laughs> so on my Atari 5600, I got a chance to play it. So I played it, I guess, kind of late because everyone else was streaming it or whatever. So I was playing on the Xbox One. Um, I actually twitched it out. You can check out my stream on our Twitch channel. Go to twitch.tv forward slash bees and BTI. Uh, you can see my first like foray, me booting it up and starting straight from the character creation. Um, I'm just going to talk about my experience. When I played it, it was, uh, I don't know, it was kind of weird because I expected more from the graphics because I know it's going to be a big thing we're going to talk about, but it was really grainy when Ooh. I was playing. I was just like, uh, this is kind of weird, but okay. And um, I'm sitting there uh, creating my character, and there are certain things I can't really see. And I was like, is this my TV, or is this the graphics <laughs> fucking up on me? Like, I can't see these changes. 
on my character. So I was like, oh. I just let it go, kind of, but I, I kept going. So I, I managed to play the game, uh, like, the very, very, very beginning. And, like, so far, it was kind of weird. Cause I, I expected huge frame rate drop, and it kind of didn't happen. So the reason why it didn't happen is because the graphics were so light that I was able to, like, move fairly smoothly without it, like, slowing down or whatnot. And, like, it was weird because... Uh, the sensitivity on movement with moving from left to right was really really fast and i wasn't prepared for that i i was prepared for it to move really slow and then like i was like moving through you know talking to certain characters and it was kind of strange how the interface was i wasn't really used to it trying to get stuff going and then like playing through like getting to my first i guess mission you can tell when you're stationary things kind of clear up a bit the graphics like get better but when i start moving you can see like the polygon count drops oh. so everything's like it's like weird it didn't it doesn't look to me it didn't look terrible but it's a definite notice i was like okay this is kind of strange like is this like an implant that i have can i improve this or something but i i guess not so i just kept going i did like the very very first like um intro thing i didn't see anything weird like i've seen Dozens of people have really weird glitches, so I literally stopped right after I got to my apartment. Was this after apartment? a major update, though? Did no, update? no. Okay. This is Friday. This is I haven't played since they've dropped like three patches. I think they've dropped three or four patches. I've not played since then, so I okay. played. Well, day one uh, though, if, if you played Friday day one night. though, you got the forty-three gig patch, so everybody got the the first patch. Unless you yeah, everyone got that, out. but yeah. there's been a couple patches after that. Yeah, and I haven't gotten any of those. Okay. I, I haven't touched it since then. So I did not see some of the egregious things that I've seen from other players on different systems. I only saw like this weird graphical blur. I did the tutorials, which is kind of weird to me because I felt like the the combat wasn't very, it wasn't as clean as I wanted it to be. Uh, I felt like some of the enemies were a little bullet spongy and I was like, this is kind of strange, but I guess I mean headshots do or superior damage, but I figure within one to two shots they would die. But they were still taking damage. Yeah. So it was just it was it was just kind of strange to me. Um, I talked to a few people about it, but we're I'm going to talk about it after Chronos uh, talks about his experience. Well, well, real quick, I I just wanted to for those that I guess don't know what or aren't really like heavy gamers that listen to us, I, I figure we we should explain what. Uh, Cyberpunk is and everything. I mean, Cyberpunk is in this highly anticipated. Hold on, real quick. Oh, yeah. Hold on. All right, buddy man, you have to wait now since you want to be late and fucking do your <laughs> do your dishes or laundry yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You gotta wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're you muted too. Yeah. Okay, keep keep going. So we're uh, talking about Cyberpunk. So, so um, I'll figure out your mute. Yeah. So Cyberpunk has been this highly anticipated game. Uh, it's been in development since what, like twenty. Like 2012, 2013, 2012, something. 2012. 2012. Yeah. And and some of the key points that I want to make sure we touch on is that this was promoted and like as being like a PS4 X. Actually, it was Xbox was the one that was carrying the flag for this uh, at their show. If I remember correctly, was when Keanu came out mm-hmm. and was was doing all the the touting for it and everything like that. Obviously, Keanu Reeves is in the game. Um, <laughs> Super highly anticipated. It's the same studio that did Witcher 3, correct? All, all the Witchers, yes. 
all the all the Witchers, uh, obviously Witcher three, everyone, a, a lot of people loved and it had a lot of stuff in it, and people go gaga for that. So this game was extremely, extremely anticipated. It had been pushed back multiple times because they wanted to get it right. They wanted mm -hmm. everything to come out perfect. Blah blah blah. Uh, they also put their employees under in the I guess the gaming industry it's called like a crunch in terms of like they're pretty much working like six days a week sort of deal and and, and overtime just so they can meet the deadline for the, all the investors and everything. So it was heavily touted that this game was being worked on and they were working their asses off to push out this end product that was going to be potentially great. They showed demos of it previously, it looked good. And then coming up to where we're at right now, and I'll, I'll hand it back over in a second, I just want to make sure I set the table for those that don't know what um, Cyberpunk is and everything. Um, going up to this, even when the reviews were leaking out, people were saying that, oh, we only got the PC copy code to review it. And um, also, we aren't allowed to show our gameplay of our review. We are only allowed to show the trailer review from what they want us to show for our review. So we, even if we're telling you, yeah, we experienced some bugs, we can't show you the bugs because they won't let us. They can only show video from their approved trailers, which two two major red flags and everything. So yeah, and then the game came out and then people are upset and then uh, obviously Old Ninjas played it and then Kronos yeah. has, uh, played it himself as well. So I, I will say before Kronos starts real quick, I hit one major huge bug. So I hit this bug where my saves got out of sync. Oh, and it only shit. happened with this game. Yeah, I hit it where my saves didn't sync and it's like, well, if you want to continue playing, you need to like delete your old saves and then we will do a cloud save to your local storage so that way you continue to play. I was like, what the fuck? This affected all of my other games. What? So yeah, all of my other games, sure. yeah, all of my other games, their saves had to be resynced because of this fucking error on this stupid game. But, uh, let, yeah. Let Kronos get in here. Right? He's playing it on the five. Let's, let's hear this. You playing the future? <laughs> I am. I'm playing. So, <clears throat> let me give you just some a quick backdrop. So, I'm, I'm used to playing. I went from playing Spider-Man or Miles Morales Spider-Man to um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and then I went from Valhalla straight to uh, this game, Cyberpunk 2077. And my initial thoughts is when I first started playing it. When when I first started doing the character creation, I was like. What the fuck is wrong with these graphics? Like, I was like, I was amazed, like, on how bad they were. I mean, they weren't, like, terrible, but they were certainly, like, last, like, mid last gen. And I was just like, why does this look so bad? So then I actually looked and I Googled, I was like, is there a PS? Because I, I had to order a PS4 version because there's no, you can't buy the PS5 disc yet. And they said that there's going to be PS5 upgradable. So I looked it up and it's like, oh, there is no PS5 version yet, like, at all. So there's no PS5 version for this game. Like you're just being a, you're playing it backwards compatible on your PS5, and I was like, oh, okay. So I guess like all the up, you know, resolutions aren't really working that well. I was like, okay, I guess I'll just deal with that, you know, whatever. Uh, and then uh, like I started playing like the first tutorial missions, and then every single time I exited, because I did there's four tutorials, two of them are optional, 
every time I exited the tutorial, I, I just started wandering in, in a direction. I was just like, what? Like, not pressing any buttons or anything, just wandering in any direction. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I just, I literally just took the disc out, just to, you know, put it down. Blue's upside down right now. I don't know what happened just there. That was weird. Anyway, um, I was extremely disappointed on, like, how bad it was initially. This is after, like, the first patch on the PS5. So then I was like, you know what? I, I'll, you know, I gave it a day or two. And I was like, let me just go back and try and play it again. So then I tried to play it again. And this is, like, this is also a game that when, when it first got reviewed by AGN, it got a 9 score. Even though it talked about bugs, you know, but it still got a 9 score. And as I was, you know, even like my first playthrough, I still saw other kinds of bugs, like like things, people walking through things. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, it seemed very odd. And when I started playing it again, there was like obvious, like the clipping might as well just be off on the, the entire game for Jackie, who's like one of your main buddies. Like he'll, he'll walk through cars all the time, through fucking doors. He'll disappear and reappear. If you drive around the city, like cars will disappear and reappear. Um, I have a video that's out on, on Twitter where, like, I'm literally walking just down a street and I'll walk up and you'll see things uh, pop in. And as I back up, it'll just pop out. I'll walk forward, it'll pop in, walk forward. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, a draw distance is not that far. And I'm just like, and then shadows, same thing, like, in the background. Like, they'll just, like, disappear and reappear. And it's just like, it's so odd. I'm like, how the fuck is this even a PS4 game? Like, when you can't have decent draw distances. Like... I'm coming from Valhalla, where I can see basically all fucking England. <laughs> you know what I mean? From from a perch. And then I go in here and I can't look down a goddamn street. You know, without having to pop pop in and pop outs. It's like, what is going on here? So, I was... So far, I'm like, I've been sort of disappointed with the game. But the problem is, is that the actual... The way the game is being told is actually really good. And so I think that's what people are like putting like all their eggs in that basket. Like, just ignore all this other shit. You know what I mean, but and and just just enjoy like the actual like game. But it's like it's hard to like enjoy the game, and there's so many technical problems with the game. I mean, yeah, like the the part the parts where like you're interacting with characters, the voice acting is top notch. Um, when you're usually most of the facial animations for the 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 characters on the PS5 version, they look good enough. However, other things like. I was talking to Jackie one time and like his whole hand, his whole arm wasn't really, um, there was no detail on it, but his face had detail. Jesus. And like, like I, I turned, look back, turn, look back just to see if it would pop back in. No, it would never like, it, you wouldn't have fucking fingernails. It was so odd. So I was just like, what is going on here? But when you're playing and you're like, cause it, it can get you engaged like so quickly in the game. If you just, it, it's like not three card money, but it's like, it, it's like sleight of hand. When you're playing this game, because it's like you'll you'll ignore all this stuff because they're showing you all this other shit that looks really cool and it's fun to do, especially when it comes to like the RPG RPG elements like picking up new guns. Uh, you can craft stuff, even though I can't really craft anything right now. Um, their whole like upgrade system is really cool. Hacking stuff is really uh, intuitive. All that stuff is really cool, but it's it's painted on this really shitty veneer that I think that most people are just willing to ignore because it's CD Projekt Red, and I think that's a problem. And then there's other people on the other side where they're just like. Oh well, you're, you're you're being too nitpicky. No, it's not fucking nitpicky. Like this is a triple A title. You know what I mean? People are playing full price for the fucking game. Um, and somebody was trying to say like, oh well, the uh, gamers forced them to push this game out. No, the fuck we didn't. All right, the vast majority of gamers that, that I've talked to, and even me myself personally, 
we're fine with everybody pushing the game back. If you had to push it back into next mid next year, if it was, if it would have been a, a holiday game next year, I had no problem with this. There's, there's plenty of games for me to play right now. Plenty of games for everybody to play. If they'd push it back to holiday next year, I'd have been fine with that. But they, they push out like this half-assed product. If you're playing on the PS4 or the Xbox One, I've seen things where it's like basically unplayable. Like seriously, oh, IG, IGN had oh, yeah. released two two reviews Ooh. for it. I've you, seen that bad as uh, just, No Man's Sky, as far as because I know Man No Man's no. Sky was pretty bad as it's, with the background. No, with, it's I guess technically it's worse than No Man's Sky from from oh, what man. I've seen on the on the PS on the base P, PS4 and, and Xbox One. Yeah. it's worse. I mean, I've seen some horrible horrible stuff on other people's systems like literally just squares and stuff i've seen like uh npcs just spawn in and then just spin around and then like literally float out of like spaces and then and then start walking when they leave in the establishment i've seen like um people like get stuck in graphics i've seen um like just random glitches. Uh, I've heard people. I've heard people's system like kind of crash. Gotta talk about that number one glitch. We oh uh, yeah. No, uh, hold on. We, we, we gotta address. We gotta address the giant pink elephant in the room. You talk about your like, dick glitch. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. They advertise this as having peanuts and pussy two and three Like I'm not making that up. They advertise for years. You can customize your motherfucking dick. You can have whatever kind of titties and robotic pussy and robotic ass you fucking want. That's what was sold to people and gamers. And it did, I don't care what anybody tells you, it had people hyped. And so what I've heard, Kronos and, and, and Old Ninja can confirm, but what I've heard is you do not have the customi customizing uh, robotic uh, titties, <laughs> pussy, uh, tits, uh, dicks, and all of that that you would expect from uh, a title like this. Am I lying? Is that bullshit? Tell no. me the truth. No, I, I'll tell you the gay statement I'll ever say in my entire life. Um, the dick customizations, they weren't big enough. There you <laughs> like, go. seriously, you, you, had, you had, it was either small, default, or big, and the big was just like, mm -hmm. it, it's not big. <laughs> like, you know, like, this shit ain't fucking Mandingo. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, like what the fuck are we doing here? Like, you, you can't I convince mean, me that it's big. And uh, I, I heard you yeah. didn't do the titties big either. Yeah. Yeah. So literally, it's the same. The same thing with the titties. It's either default, small, or big. And the big is like maybe C cup at best. So I was like, well, I, I can't have anime titties. I guess. I mean, I guess you're supposed to be athletic, and titties flopping around could be painful, but. The cybernetic stuff you can't do until later, but from default, I thought I could do even like um, certain tattoos. Like the tattoos are limited. Maybe they're different on the PC, but there's a bunch of tats that they're preset, and there's stuff like, well, I want to have like this tat here and this tat there, and I can't do that. It's only what they give me, and I'm stuck with that. Yeah, maybe you can Same get it later. The piercings. Yeah, I maybe you could do it later. I don't know. It's just like it was just amazing. Like what they should have done is just hired whoever the fuck did the the genital and you know titty design from uh, Saints Row the Third. They should have hired that yep. person. Like seriously, they know how to fucking have gigantic titties and big dicks. Like it's yep. ridiculous. And it was that was it was a fun game, and even on the PS3, that seemed highly customizable. And yes, outrageous, but really, really off the hook, fucking hook. But let me really quickly say this too. And again, I have not played it yet. 
But holy fucking shit, we got to take a pause here. <clears throat> CD Projekt Red was riding high after Witcher 3 as one of those premier fucking studios. Stitch kind of alluded to it, but they were talked about as a Naughty Dog or a Rockstar level type of fucking studio based off of the, the brilliance, in my opinion, of Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. This is knocking them off their pick. This is hurting the entire country of Poland. What the well, fuck not, happened? Not, not only that aspect of it, but I think worse, like they always say like the cover-up and the lie is worse mm. than the actual offense itself. And they put out this this shitty game and every well, I don't want to call it a shitty game, I'm sorry, that's totally <laughs> too, whatever. But they put out this unpolished game uh for for the 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 console and what they were promoting it for it, it supposedly runs pretty damn well on pc awesome that's fine that's sort of expected but the vast majority of people and where you took all this money on pre-sales and everything that's coming from your 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 playstation and your xbox consoles and then for them to put out the apology that they did saying like oh our bad we didn't um spend time on checking the PlayStation thing. We should have spent more time on, on that aspect. Like, what were you doing for six years if you weren't focusing on it running optimal on PlayStation 4 and Xbox? That's where your bread and butter and where you were getting all your money from. And you're just, you just acting like, oh shit, we overlooked how it played on obviously where we're going to get most of our money from. That was just, is just horseshit. Well, and just... And it's embarrassing. And to make it worse is that they they started developing this game in 2012. The PS5 didn't exist in 2012. Neither did the GPUs um, that are that it's playing good on on the PC. They, those didn't exist. So the, yep. these were originally developed to be on the Xbox One and the uh, you know and the PS4 and like the the Nvidia like 980 era you know fucking gps which i have in my laptop yeah. um but it wasn't it, it wasn't for current day specs so nope. there's really no if anything it's mm -hmm. it should look it should run well on really? the current gen i'm sorry last gen now consoles and it should run like fucking butter on next gen consoles but i'm the, when i got to a fucking load screens i was fucking disgusted i was like why are there load screens in this game like they're so fucking on the <laughs> ps5 they're so fucking slow so fucking slow you know, it's it's funny because you haven't brought up the the, the Harambe incident. Oh yeah, I, I hit the bug where <laughs> literally my literally my dick is hanging out my pants. Like <laughs> it's not all the time, but it's some of the time. Oh, bad. Yeah, <laughs> so oh, bad. it's definitely there. Yeah. It's you're, you're, not the, you're not the only one that has reported that. I guess there's been other yeah, oh, yeah. that their characters comes out of their pants. Like okay, what the fuck? Like they really put in the effort to make to make a penis. To do the penis effect within the game, but like the fact that it pops out, it's kind of fucking funny. I mean, sometimes it pops out, you gotta, uh, you know, fuck something. I'm just, yeah, you know, sure. <laughs> consensually. I mean, consensually. Uh, being back in high school, <laughs> they should, they should have waited. They should have waited. Uh, I was Kronos. I think they. Sh I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon and be like, they should have waited until this was complete and focused on one generation of consoles instead of trying to span this across multi-generations and 
trying to hit timelines and they first their first big lie to us was like oh we're not gonna have crunch time this is gonna launch at this time and then they push it back like as it get closer oh no we're just gonna we need more time for this and then when it puts it out and it, it's still not up to par it's like it's obvious you guys need more time to like fix your polygon count to fix it, this it went it went going. gold remember it went gold four weeks four or five weeks ago it so did, this but... is this is a better product, which is crazy, than it was uh, when it when it went gold because there was a patch after going gold. Yeah, so how the, wanna... how the fuck bad was it in November? So, so I'm gonna but I'm gonna jump onto what Cronus also said. Like the graphics are a definite um, issue. There's also load times. Like literally when I first was doing my character when i was done i sat in a two and a half minute load screen and i was like i was like dude did my game freeze i'm like dude do i have to turn this off and then boom and then it loads up i'm like dude i literally had time to sit eat a snack go to the restroom come back the screen was still black i waited like another 30 seconds and then it started and i was like really yeah, uh, this is what damn. i think this is what i think happened with cd project red and i hope they learn from this experience this is honestly this is probably the, the scenario that happened. Is that they started developing this game, and then all of a sudden they heard that the PS5 and you know the Xbox Series X were going to come out. And so they're like, oh, so we can do 4K with you know with six frames per second and ray tracing and all that stuff. Oh, let's start let's start developing that kind of stuff, and let's just kind of you know put all this other stuff to the wayside, totally forgetting that the current generation is probably where you get the most amount of money from. Because I mean, look at the the amount of sales that are on the because P- there's only so many fucking PS5s. And so many Xbox Series X's. Like, the, P- the PS4, there's way more fucking PS4's out there. And Xbox One's. Way more. That should have been their bread and butter. That's where everything should have been centered, was on that generation of consoles. But I think they just saw new things to, like, graphically improve upon the game. And they just lost their fucking mind. I mean, they, once I heard that it take out features, that's when I was like, okay. Take off, yeah. like, go back to the fucking drawing board, take your fucking time, and just then go with it. But um, yeah, they, they took out the wall running thing. You used to be able to, you're supposed to be able to like crawl on the I walls, remember. and they had to take that out. So yeah, it's just it, it's a fucking mess. Hopefully they, they fix it. People are saying that oh, you know, they fix things, you know, because look what they do with The Witcher. But uh, The Witcher Three, I don't remember being all this this fucking buggy. Not like not, not no. this fucking buggy. Yeah, there was bugs, but I, it wasn't this bad. Nowhere near. I thought The Witcher Three was pretty fucking smooth. I was playing it obviously on a base a PS4 because that's all I have. But um. I played it maybe a year, year and some change after launch. So not right at the launch window. Witcher 3 uh, ran like a fucking dream. Yeah. Well, well, I, I, had a bunch of bugs in it. It did, but none of them were like, none of them were like this, though. I mean, like, I, yeah. they were like kind of annoying clipping bugs, but this was like, these are consistent yeah. bugs where like things are just going through walls and buildings and people and... That, like, that, that happened in Spider-Man. So, it so does, but it's I, way more frequent. I mean, way more I frequent. Get, I know that a lot of people are comparing this to like when Skyrim first launched, when this. When Sky- oh, I'll pick up where he was left off. He's frozen. Uh, when Skyrim first, when Skyrim first launched, it didn't have that many bugs that I remember. I, I played it at launch. That game played for me. It played fine. I didn't, I didn't play Skyrim at launch. I heard stories about it, but I didn't play Skyrim until like a year after. Hmm, I'm back. <laughs> there we go. I heard a lot of people Pick saying up. Skyrim had a lot of issues on the PlayStation 3 at the time. Yeah. I wasn't into it at the time, but I didn't know firsthand for myself. I mean, but I like when that game came out, when that Elder Scrolls and all that, those had bugs, people complained then. This game came out, people are complaining now. So it's 
Kind of the same thing. I will say this. Playing the game, going through the story, the actual story is actually intriguing. Go. There's a lot of stuff that you can do. That's, Wait a minute, you can uh, talk now. What's up? Oh. So there's stuff that you can do that is in, do in the rest of your story. Um, the action is kind of interesting and fun, but it is a little weird. I do have to get used to it. So I don't want to shit all over the game because I played it, and the time that I played... I was a little annoyed, but I was able to get through it. I didn't hit a spot to where my whole system crashed. I did hit that weird save issue, but I was enjoying what I was doing, and I was interested in exploring Night City. I was able to get my busted-ass car pretty quick. I mean, <laughs> busted, I mean, like, because my car looks like an old 90s um, drug dealer's car. There you so go. It was, it's, like, weird. But I'm are having, you, you so nomad? far, from when I've seen... Are you a nomad? I was having... Uh, no, I'm a corpo. Oh wow! So yeah, right. I, I chose Corporal, and it was interesting because I got chauffeured in my first first uh, mission. I had like an AI car that took me to my destination. Nice. It was interesting, and I, and I was able to drink, so I'm able to drink oh, and that. get fucked up. And like the more I drank, the more fucked up I got. It was pretty funny. I am but, a, uh, but, I'm a I'm a street kid. <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of people are loving street kid. Everyone wants to be a street kid, but that's fine. I wanted to try Corporal first, be a little different, but. Um, so far, the experience has been interesting. Um, you, like I say, you can check out my. You can check out what I saw and what I experienced on our Twitch channel. It's on I'm, there right now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you both. Well, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna put both Kronos and Old Ninja on the spot right here and now. Given where you, how much you played of this game thus far, I know you guys have both have not completed it. Does this belong on Golden Eggplant for Game of the Year or Rotten Eggplant for Worst Game of the Year? Speak on it as a nominee. Definitely not Game of the Year. No. Yeah, definitely. The latter? It's too early. No, it's go not ahead, too early because it just came. I mean, yeah, it, it had to go on Rotten Eggplant. I mean, if literally, if you okay. go out there and you look on, they fucked up like half of the launch, at least half of the launch. Like for me, it's playable. You know, but there's still like it's still a lot of bugs. People are just ignoring the bugs. And if you're playing on the on the PS4, base PS4 and the Xbox One, um, this shit is fucking awful. Like, just look at um, IGN's. They had to make two fucking reviews for this game. They had yeah. one that was basically the PC experience, which is a nine, which I'm like, okay. But then they had to come out with the the PS4 and Xbox One review, and it's a fucking four. So. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly, I think it should be a three or a two because it's fucking broken. Like literally, they're, they're playing the game. And they're showing where it goes to like the, the frame rates go into the teens, the fucking teens. That's unplayable. That, yeah, there, there's not much defending that. But old, old Ninja, what what do you say? I know you're not saying game of the year, but are yeah, is this not, a Rotten Eggplant nominee? I'm not saying game of the year, but I, I want to play through more because i I feel like Cronus has played way more of the game than me because literally character creation was like an hour and like I played wow. like the tutorial and like what half of one mission and then that was it. Oh, I want to yeah. play more, see how it goes and then give my verdict then. I don't I don't okay. want to give it Rotten Eggplant just yet, but it's it's kind of leaning towards that. But I, I still want to be able to experience more and see what, how it goes. I mean, this is the, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say I've I've heard someone uh, give a great analogy for it, and they said like the game itself, it's like a new car, and if you're playing it on on a PC, it's a great new car with that doesn't have maybe power windows or whatever. But if you're playing on regular, uh, if you're playing on like PS5 or, or the Xbox, 
uh, Elite or whatever the fuck it's called. It's like a car with no power steering. Like it, it works. <laughs> you, it has a little bit of difficulty, but it, it'll get you, you know, by. It's, it's, it's no power like, steering. You can only go 15 miles per hour. <laughs> Which makes it worse because it's heavy as fuck. <laughs> but if you're playing on like the the regular Xbox or the or Xbox One or the PlayStation Four, it's like a car with no brakes because it will crash over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean that's. Yeah. Okay. Seriously, so actually, I'm really glad I didn't pre-order this game just because I, I when they were, when they first talked about it at E3 and Keanu Reeves came out, I was like, okay, this game looks good as fuck. Like I want this game, but then like. All the shit that people are having, it's like, okay, this is another No Man's Sky. Well, I remember when, because Kronos for a while was just like, and, and we've sort of forgotten about this or whatever, because I forget what game it was, but I remember Kronos at the time was like, yo, I'm done pre-ordering anything. Mm-hmm. Whatever, fuck this pre-order shit. Because I forget what game it was. Oh, but It was like a yeah. cycle of like two or three games that came out that were just yeah, fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I guess they sort of massaged over some of that bad shit. Not, not, uh, CD Projekt Red, but just games in general. Yeah. But this incident or whatever, I mean, I didn't pre-order it. I don't Definitely know if you guys pre-ordered it, but it's just like, yo, they lost a lot of goodwill, and it's just like, I have no incentive to pre-order. Why the fuck would I pre-order? Like sometimes I'll pre-order. Like with Spider-Man, they gave like some little like kind of cheesy bullshit like pre-order bonus that whatever. I'll save five or ten minutes of, of gameplay, and I'll just get the extra skill point. But they didn't even offer any pre-order bonuses, if I understand correctly, for this game. Yeah, but it, so it also, like, it was cheaper than a normal game, which was kind of weird. Okay. So... But it's like, with, with good-ass games, like, you don't see us going bananas, trying to kick in the door for, like, um, for, for um, what's it called? For Grand Theft Auto, the new Grand Theft Auto game, or whatever, as trying to do that. Yo, where's this game? We need to see it. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get it when we get it, and we know it's going to be good. We understand we have to wait a while, seven years, to get another one of these games, but we trust that in seven years it's going to be good. And CD Projekt Red had, I guess if we're, if we're going by the number six, seven years, produced this game from when they showed off a demo or said, yo, we're working on this, this is what we're going to do. And they rolled out a, a fucking a, a pig with lipstick on it. And mm-hmm. It just, it makes no sense that this would actually happen. Like, we'll wait for good games, but don't fuck us over and and give us something rushed out because then you're you're forever tarnished. Yeah, the, the pre-order thing is because they, they, there was a trend of, a few years back where they would they would have pre-order bonuses, but then they would, like, not put them out on time. And that's, that's what yep. it was. It was um, it was a fucking Batman game. Where like it was a pre-order, oh, yeah. Where they were like, okay, we're gonna yeah. pre-order this game. You're gonna get these DLCs, and then they came out like super late. And I was mm-hmm. just like, okay, well, I guess fuck. It. I mean, the game was great, but the pre-orders were all fucked up. And then um, there was another game where I was just because you had to pay. It was something like if you you had to pre-order the game to get the DLCs, and I was just like, no, like we're, let's not yeah, do no that. Way. Yeah. And I, I think the other giant pink elephant in the room is. <laughs> In September, I know for certain, and actually all this year, I shit all over Avengers by, by Square. I really did. And that had a shit ton of bugs and lost money, like $60 million famously or whatever. Um, this game, uh, it seems to have both hurt the reputation for CD Projekt Red. $1 billion. Uh, I saw some, uh, yeah, I heard about uh, the uh, the original founders uh, losing a billion dollars, maybe in stock values. Their stock values certainly dropped. 
Uh, it's embarrassing for the whole country of Poland because weirdly they do take pride in CD Projekt Red, yeah. um, even though it's a video game company. This shit fucking hurt, and I gotta be fucking fair, even though I haven't played it. I gave Avengers shit, uh, and it had shit reviews. This one has even worse reviews for a AAA fucking game. Like, that's way unacceptable, and we, like everybody on this cast is saying, gamers deserve fucking better. Imagine being a fucking kid, and maybe this was going to be, maybe you had a birthday present or whatever, uh, early December, that was your birthday, and this is one, one of the few games you get all this year, especially Whoa. with your parents. Your you're parents, yeah, parent. you definitely you're should not play this game if you're a kid. Yeah, hold on, yeah, I, gotta, I, I gotta yeah. also check in and say that's a hilarious uh, Christmas gift or birthday gift. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can customize yeah, your dick and tits. Not even a 15 year old should be customizing their dick. <laughs> yeah, we, we had to call time out on you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, okay. literally, the first scenes are nudity. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's like it's like being a kid wanting a fucking badminton toy and you end up with some shit that your mom bought from the flea yeah. market. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Bunny, can we, Bunny can we Bunny Man needs to be introduced. Out of the, yeah, I was gonna say get Bunny Man out of the penalty box. Yeah, yeah. Your, your egregious claim of uh, get your don't, kid this game. Don't, don't get your kid this game. Don't listen to me. Don't well, listen he, to me. He just stepped away, of course. I like I like <laughs> his I like his chair though. He's, he's doing uh the the Twitch fantastic chair. It's like the, the gamer chair, just, just like uh, yeah. <laughs> Both me and Blue. I mean, like no, the, the chair I have, like so I got this chair off of Amazon and it's cool and all, but I kind of wanted another one. Like it's well, it's good, but I want I want I want, I want the like, the secret lab Batman. Chair. Yeah, I was gonna say it's that's what like you need. A, yeah. A there you go. Yeah. yeah. Chair of knowledge. Bunny Bunny Man can uh. He's not there. He's right. You can see right. Oh, uh, are you on your phone? No, he's on mobile phone. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, phone. he's coming back now. There okay, we go. Right, I just take a piss. Sorry. Okay. okay. I was actually went to go wash some more dishes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have not had Bunny Man on the main cast in quite a while. Uh, this man is a director extraordinaire, legend, uh, a true geek. Um, someone who's been in the film industry for a long time. He, he, he does it all. He's a man of everything. Uh, he, he usually doesn't even require any introduction because he's always been fam. Funny man, welcome back to Black and Black. Time I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I, I feel so good to be uh, surrounded by so many black men at one time. <laughs> oh, man. Does this give you an idea for a film or what? Oh, wait a minute. Where is this going? It's only official videos now on Pornhub, though. They took everything else down. You know what's funny is I used to listen to what you want to call Love Lines all the time. Oh yeah. Oh yes. You remember Monster Mike, the guy that took over after Adam Carolla? He was like the second co-host. Oh yeah. It wasn't as good, but there was one part that was just fucking hilarious where he was. They were at, he was saying he loves watching black porn and they're like, why do you love it? And he's like, the same reason why you love watching the NBA. You want to see the best. See, I think that's why dudes get cucked. That's why they get cucked, because they're like, I can't fuck that good, so I'm going to sit here and jack up in the corner while you fuck my wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. 
this is this is a great segue to get into the uh, the news that Pornhub dropped. Yes. Uh, oh, what is the Prod- news? Oh uh, yeah, Pro- Prodigy will, will know because he gets real time notifications on everything going on with Pornhub. <laughs> I mean, so I'll let him I, tell the story. I have to be real. I have to be real, real careful with how much I know. But um, no. <laughs> long story short, it just uh, Pornhub. What was it? Was it tomorrow? Yesterday? I think it was yesterday, right? Mm. Yes, oh, yesterday, yesterday they, they did their second update. Okay. Well, earlier this week, they dropped a a ton of content. I believe all amateur off of their site. Like it's completely no, gone. It's not all amateur. What? It's it's not it, everything non verified. Not okay. Non verified is a better way of putting it. Yeah. Um, but a ton, like thousands and thousands of content. And obviously, Pornhub is one of the biggest like uh, sites on the planet in terms of all the content that's on there. So. People are. I don't know if they've given an official response of exactly why, other than what I've heard about something with the Visa or Mastercard no longer uh, fucking with them. Yeah, so there's was that part accurate? There's a couple of reasons. Um, Okay. One of the main ones is that on Pornhub, it's really easy for somebody to take somebody's actual content from like a paid content and then post Mm, it on Pornhub. And then basically, the only way for Pornhub to traditionally before these these newest updates. Is that the person that made the original pay for content would have to basically do like a content restriction t- on Pornhub? Be like, hey, listen, this is this is my shit. This is me. These are my videos on your, yeah. you know, site. And but there was no like real. They had a proactive thing, but it wasn't really that good. So now they're just saying like, hey, listen, unless you're a verified account, we can verify who the fuck you are. Um, you cannot um, put up porn videos on Pornhub any- anymore. I think honestly. Smart decision. I've been on Pornhub since they did the updates. Mm-hmm. To me, it looks basically the same. You know what I mean? So, not for, me. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> <laughs> the content I look, I look for isn't there anymore. Like a lot of the like. A lot of the, a lot of the, the Japanese content is gone. Oh but, shit! Uh, really? Oh, I didn't. I didn't take Japanese content. I'm looking on Pornhub right now, Faith. You're right. Uh. All these pages, they're all check marks. You type in the word amateur. And then, uh, oh, by the way, when I was in Korea. Um, in Korea, they blocked porn. So my buddy gave me his VPN. <laughs> so I was just choosing different countries to, to see what they were feeding me. And the Japanese Pornhub feed is pretty nice, dude. You get, you get a lot of videos that you're not going to find in the States. But love I, it. wow, I can't believe. Oh, wow. So they took those down, too. That's crazy. Yeah, supposedly, I guess, the, the first one was you can't upload videos to their database unless you're a verified user, and you can't download anything. You can't download any of their content. I guess maybe if you had a, a profile or, or if you had, like, a premium membership, I guess you could download yeah. any video from their thing. So they uh, shut that down maybe, like, that's, a week that's or easy two to get weeks around. ago. Yeah. Wait a minute. Say that again? That's super easy to get around. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> then, then I, I guess last week was when they dropped the other foot, and they were just like, "Yo, it's 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 got to be just verified stuff being like on here and everything." So I, I feel like they're, they're becoming like they're becoming like um I guess the name that the got the one website where you can where people were posting up like adult content, and then eventually the website was like. No, I can't can't do that anymore. No more adult content on here. Just just no. It's not. Oh, oh Tumblr? 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 Yes, yeah. yes, Tumblr. 
They're basically like Tumblr, but um, for the adult industry. Dude, apparently Tumblr, Tumblr Yeah, but apparently Tumblr still like sneak let people post adult content on there anyway, so... I mean, I, I, I can understand, really especially like, so I should have probably had um, Ella Darling on the podcast for this, um, because I can understand, especially from like people getting paid. So that that's what I saw like a lot of on, not a lot, but actually I saw enough. There's like enough content on Pornhub that were obviously like porn stars that were not through like their main porn star page. So they weren't, they weren't getting the, the click through ad rates for those videos. And if, if that's if that's what you do for a living is like make porn videos, and all of a sudden somebody can just grab your porn video and upload it to Pornhub, and you don't get the revenue. I mean that's that's taking money out of your pocket. You know what I mean? Like seriously. Yeah. I mean it's, it's basically what what YouTube does. Like you know somebody takes your content and like upload it for their own sake. Like you can do a copyright claim. So basically Pornhub is taking a, a page out of YouTube. Book. YouTube goes goes too far though, but yeah, yeah. way too far. Way too far. Yeah. Far. yeah. I mean, Which, I mean, yeah. If we're being think, honest, yeah, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I think also for people that uh, have OnlyFans. So if you have an OnlyFans account, you are selling your account, your content to people, but you're telling them not to repost. But then they're reposting it to sites like Pornhub so yeah. people can get it for free and download because that circumvents the little them getting paid. So gotcha. basically, millions of people are getting stuff, and then. Oh man, I think I've um, seen some of Mamaku stuff, and. Oh, I've seen her. I've seen yeah. some of her stuff, not because I looked for it, but it was. I would imagine it would also mess up like other companies, like let's say, uh, Abella Danger or whatever. I, let's say she works exclusively through like browsers or something, and she pushes out content through them, and supposedly like you can only find her shit there, like her new videos. But if somebody's just like some some whatever dude in like fucking Kansas or whatever is just like, yo, I'm, I'm just going to upload it on Pornhub just for the hell of it because fuck these whores, as he would put it. And I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That rolled off your tongue. <laughs> he's that dude. I, no, I, I, I support capitalism for, for strippers, for the adult in, in, industry. I respect women, unlike Prodigy. But uh, I love the hoes. I love the hoes. Come on now. <laughs> but but I mean that also takes money out of like Brazzers' pocket or or Reality Kings or, and all these other sites. If it's like they're signing these actresses for whatever contract, I, I don't know what the money is or whatever. But I'm sure they're paying a, a good bit of money to be like, yo your new content needs to come to us and they're they're fine with it and etc and all of a sudden if it's getting leaked on Pornhub which obviously damn near everybody who watches porn on the internet for the most part Pornhub's in their top three spots they probably go to or whatever it's it's like why would I pay at browsers for a membership etc or pay for an OnlyFans if I can just type in Pornhub.com and see the same thing over there so I understand it well, I'm glad you said that because the crazy thing is that most of the, you know, major, you know, porn stars and porn star like companies, they have accounts on Pornhub. Yep. And so that's an easy way yeah. to like to make sure that they get paid. It's usually like and it's usually a decent amount of content. It's not just like bullshit. It's a, it's a decent amount of content that you can look through. And if you decide you want to see more, you can go through the other site and then, you know, do whatever. But you're, they're still getting, you know, their ad rates and you know, their, their other revenue through Pornhub. And yeah, just yeah. doing it the other way around, it's just like they're not getting paid anything. 
And that's, uh, if, if, like I said, if that's your actual profession, then you're getting fucked. Again. Yeah. With, like, Pornhub and stuff like that, like, you know, uh, like, for example, like, uh, was it Brazer? Brazers. Brazer, right? Brazers. Like, they, they have, like, a channel on Pornhub, and, like, you know, I'm pretty sure they get revenue from people viewing the content on there because, you know, Pornhub gets a lot of their stuff from, like, ad revenue. So, I mean, right at, right now, like, you can get your content that you need as long as it's, like, legitly on there. There you go. Bunny Man. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I got to ask you uh, to switch gears a little bit. What are you working on right now? I know 2020 has been a weird year for film all the way around, but you are a busy, busy man. What you got cooking? Uh, okay, that's a good question. I, I, uh, well, when the pandemic hit, my my primary business, which was commercials and stuff, just totally stopped. So I, uh, I didn't have any work from like April to August, and um, part of that was also just by design because I was like, this this is a chance for me to reset. Um, also, in 2019, I spent a lot of time doing more nonprofit work and activism work and social stuff and all that good stuff. And, and so, you know, I wanted to do more of that this year. And um, uh, so, you know, I, I've been doing commercial work again, but my big uh, epiphany when I went to Korea was my comic addiction during the pandemic went up to like, <laughs> like it was like another like i'm not even joking like in the past fuck this is this is almost this is embarrassing a little bit but in the past <laughs> since the pandemic i've spent probably over ten thousand dollars on comic holy shit. Lord. <laughs> so i bought also i started getting the silver age i started getting collecting on stuff that i'd never thought about and like old spider-mans and shit and um so uh but uh you know at first you know my friend came to me and we're like we're gonna open up a uh, online comic book store so i was basically kind of buying inventory that i could flip um oh but i got one you can flip if you want me to donate i have well yeah i have uh have some limited ones that have extras of like a cape and cow cape and cow edition of uh Black Panther. Oh, dope. Yeah, I mean, long story short, I when I was in Korea, I was really thinking about it. I was like, do I, I, I don't want to get in the game in this way. I still want to do something for the community. How could I do that with comic books? And then I came up with an idea to start up a foundation, which I sent um, uh, Cronus a, a, a website, which I should send you guys, which is, is comiccauses.org. And so basically it's gonna be a nonprofit which is all focused on causes for comic books, which is the main thing. The main mission is to to build the next generation of comic book fans and artists and creators and stuff. So like, uh, you know, I got a fiscal sponsor, so I can take donations and people can write off like their donations for the taxes. And uh, next year we're gonna launch a program. Our first program is gonna be a literacy program where we basically, we put together um, packages of comic books we give it to kids for free and it also has like some educational kit like a learning kit that comes with it which would be like you know critical thinking and blah blah really it's an excuse to get comic books in kids hands and get them addicted to the to the uh the, the, <laughs> and, uh 
And then we're going to do other stuff like industry support for artists. And um, so the main business model is, you know, taking donations. We'll uh, use that to either auction or sell uh, to, to raise funds for the programs or we'll give the books directly to kids. Um, or if people just want to auction comics and give us the commission, we can do that too. Um, we're going to be publishing comic books eventually, so be part of the mission statement. And uh, and I realize the main thing is it's just all about having like a physical copy in your hands. Like it's totally different for some reason when you're. I mean, there's nothing wrong with digital either, but you know, there's something about falling in love with reading a comic book in your hands that is a different experience that. I don't want the next generation to miss out on it. And so I feel like it's all about that smell, man. (laughs) (laughs) They should, um, oh, you know what? We should make a comic book about strippers and every issue smells like stripper dust. (laughs) (laughs) You are on to something, so you're on fire. The last last page that smelled like cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. So so that's my big mission right now. Other than that, I'm just working on film projects. I'm working on a documentary about Oakland still, which is my Warriors project. Um, But yeah, I'm most excited about this comic book thing because I'm super addicted. I keep thinking about it all day, every day. And so I need to like do something with it that's positive and not just blow all my money on on, uh, my personal collection, which I'm going to end up donating anyways. So I realize I should just start the nonprofit. (laughs) You already donated something to me. So your old collection. Yeah, so if you guys have loose books you want to get rid of that you're that you're not going to read again, uh, I'll take oh, them yeah. off your hands. Give you give you a you could write it off on your taxes for the for the full value, and then um, uh, and then we're gonna figure out how to get it in kids' hands and stuff. So I, I will do that. You got my, yeah. I got plenty for you. Yeah, I I, I got one that I, I think is worth a lot, but we'll we'll talk offline. Okay, no worries. I. I guess the only other thing I'll say is we're in the process of negotiating a space in Oakland, right by West Oakland Bar. So, and uh, that would become like a space, like a nonprofit center, but I'm going to use a section of it to start because it's near the Acorn Project. So I'm going to call it the the Acorn Acorn Comic Book Store. And basically kids can come in and they can get, it's like a free library. They can come in and they can get free books. And then read it and then return it and then get new free books and stuff like that and then just start start trying to influence the community like that make turn everybody into a geek or a nerd you know the world would be a better place i love um, it yeah well, it'll be, be kind of cool because with the whole covid thing like the libraries and stuff for all code it be closed it'd be cool for there to be like an online basically what netflix used to be where you you can read a book Oh, I I'm literally working on that too. What uh, one of the big, big projects is? It's, it's going to be called the National Comic Book Library. And so basically, uh, we want to like ha- create a physical library that holds all these books. But we do a, a membership shipping service where you can read as many books or trades as you want. You just keep returning them, just like the old Netflix model. Um, so, so yeah, I'm hyped, dude. This is like. Long, long-term stuff. Yeah. yeah so for, nice. sorry, for, for anybody listening to this podcast in the future, so we're recording, um, and it's mm-hmm. December sixteenth, twenty twenty. If you listen to in the future, Netflix used to be a, div, a DVD <laughs> living service. <laughs> 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 so, 
now you I don't I don't know anybody that gets like a disc from Netflix <laughs> ever since they went streaming. Get, I, I, uh, remember, I remember Netflix tried to split up the services. Yeah, they like, tried. Quickly, or quickly, they called it quickly. Quickly, um, yeah. it quickly so actually, surprisingly, so even though DVD sales are pretty dead, it's actually pretty steady. In apparently, their service Alaska. is in the Midwest a lot. Yeah, they and send, uh, Alaska as well. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they send a lot of DVDs too. Well, that's just not the last blockbuster. It's funny because I had the DVD option up until last December. Oh, because wow. <laughs> I, I forgot I had it, and I had literally the, I had a DVD of uh, the, uh, what was it? Uh, the Dark Knight Returns Part Two. Oh, wow. I had it. I had it for like three years, and they didn't wow. say anything. So I I returned it, and I I canceled the DVD service, and they're like, hey, if we don't get this disc back within a certain amount of days, we're charging you for the disc. I'm like, I've already basically paid you for this yeah, based on my sure. subscription, but they wanted to charge me the full price of the DVD, which was like twenty five and thirty bucks or more, if I remember correctly. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Bunny Man, you said that um you were having like challenges and uh when it comes to like filming commercials and stuff during mm -hmm. COVID time, is it mainly cause like people are just not spending that money on like advertising just because the revenue coming in is, is everyone's sort of tight with their money or some other outside challenges for like those that don't really know how the whole uh, filmmaking, commercial making industry goes, like tell us or tell tell our listeners sure, yeah, also, a great what's question. going on with, uh, with, with, with that and what challenges you're facing with COVID. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, in the beginning it was definitely money thing a lot of um companies obviously they tighten up they want to figure out what to do uh i just in march i finished a commercial for a clorox company and then uh it was set in a home like in the kitchen where like the mom's going out to work and then it starts to air you know and then and then everything the shutdown happens and then like a week after it's airing and they're spending like probably like a million dollars on the advertising you know and then they send me a message and uh, they were like, hey, um, is it possible to reshoot the scene where like, instead of her going out to work, she's like working from home? <laughs> like, well, you have to reshoot the whole thing again. You know, it's it's uh, it's pretty hard to like, and so that would have cost them like another hundred grand. And so they they were like, okay, never mind." And then, but you know, they realized like, oh, like, all advertising like i don't know if you notice like a lot of ads oh, yeah. now are dealing with covid or you see people mm -hmm. working ass or it's like a lot of compilation videos of people who shoot their own videos from home and stuff you're seeing that like low production quality but and, and now it's like it's just a matter that it costs more to shoot anything like 30 percent more and like because imagine like a, a small film crew or small commercial crew is like 30 people and you got 30 people in a house like crammed together. Like imagine if 30 people were in your house trying to shoot a commercial with equipment and stuff, like keeping six feet apart is like impossible. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. It's like impossible. And so- I know Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, that's why Tom Cruise is out. Ah. And uh, <laughs> you know, uh, so those are definitely major challenges. And for me, like I just realized um, being and dealing with those challenges, I was like, I don't know if I want to deal with that shit. So I, I kind of been doing more consulting and stuff, but um, uh, but yeah, it's hard, man. I even when Tom Cruise, I listened to the audio of him flipping out, I was like, 
Well, somebody potentially fucks up like a multi-hundred million dollar movie. Yeah. I think you could probably put that. I don't know what the circumstance was, but... It was somebody that was around a... There were two people around a monitor, and they were less than six feet apart. And apparently it happened mm-hmm. more than once. And I was like, yeah. they're trying to do like the golden standard of like, hey, everybody staying six feet fucking apart. Yep. Because this is the only, that's, this is the only way we can have our insurance and all, all these right. people like give us money to do this is if we have like the golden standard for like, you know, COVID it's restriction true. rules. So And they yeah. already got shut down when they tried to restart when they went to Italy. <clears throat> so they already yeah. have experienced probably, I'm guessing, 50 million to 100 million in setbacks. And so... yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise has been trying to get in the space and shit like that. Like he's been trying to like write letters to the fucking to the space <laughs> force and all kinds of shit. And he knows that one COVID shutdown is going to fuck up his budget. And he's not <laughs> going to be able to do his own personal well, stunt where he can fly up into space and do some astronaut shit. If if so it was yeah. Like, yo. Yeah. Fucking up my, my fucking bucket list. <laughs> no, but seriously though, like if you listen to what he says, like his actual words that he says on there, he actually gives a fuck about the people because it's like, listen, yeah. if you guys don't do this, you're not basically we're all out of work. Like Tom Cruise is gonna be fucking fine, but like the crew, yeah. they're gonna be fucked. Like you're not. First of all, getting a crew right now together is probably extremely hard. I mean, Funny yeah. Man could probably tell you this. But uh, having them all get tested, he's he's running fucking yachts and shit for people to like stay on. You know what I mean? He's like he's putting in all this work. Everything's yeah. more expensive. And um, also keep in mind, I've never heard Tom Cruise curse before. Yeah. Like, what the yeah. Fuck? Well, wait, you never wait, saw wait, wait, uh, wait, Tropic uh, Thunder? Was under? Yeah. Besides <laughs> yeah. Tropic Thunder, I mean, like in, there's no, in that too. there's no access Hollywood of him flipping out on paparazzi. True. Like, there's no stories of him. Like the overcouch. It didn't curse. Just being weird. For all the weirdness yeah. that he's done, he his reputation as a professional is that he's like super nice to everybody. Like yeah. he's on set. Like he really like I heard a story that he, he will go on set and he'll say shake hands and say hi to like every single person on set, which is like rare. And so so I think he's like one of those weird animals. Like he's not quite human. He's just like possessed <laughs> by this like action you know hollywood nice guy kind of like juju powered He's by got, it's all those comedy. it's all those theta waves all the theta waves it's funny because like since since he's part of the scientology like he he believes in the science of everything he doesn't go with some fucking right imaginary sky guy in the sky <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh, i mean scientology uh, they say it's about science but actually i one time i I was in LA and they, before I even knew what Scientology was, this, I was like 19 years old. Um, oh, shit. I was in LA, I was <laughs> it broke. There was a sign that said free personality test. And so I oh, went boy. in took it. And then when they give you the results, they start like pointing to these negative things and they're like, oh, we could fix this with this. And, and I was like, wait a second. What is this? <laughs> and then so they gave me like this little brochure and I looked at it and I was like, oh, like they, their religion, first of all, they talk about science, but they also believe that humans were founded by aliens. Yep. Into Earth. And this religion happened to be invented by a man whose career was writing science fiction novels. Because it's not. And then yes, he, sir. You know? L. L. Ron so. Hubbard is not a goddamn messiah. All right. So this, you give, you're given like the, the gentle way of saying this. All right. It's, yeah. it, L. Ron Hubbard is a science fiction writer, he is not yeah. a religious dude. 
It'd be like if I wrote a book right now, and then all of a sudden you were like, oh, that makes sense, and all of a sudden I'm your fucking god? Like, <laughs> or the shit that I wrote about was god? In, um, in the Alien movie Par Paraphrenesis, or whatever it's called? Prometheus. Yeah, because in the opening scene, you see an alien, and, like, the other one kills them, and he falls into the water, and, like, that's yeah. supposed to be, like, how mankind started, so... I guess that's basically what Scientology. Oh, Bunny Man, Bunny Man, did huh. did they offer you a fresca? That's what. I was <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's hilarious. I was screaming for one, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got, I got to get your take, Bunny Man. Yeah. Um, we had one of the biggest like reveals for uh i think it was a disney investor event uh last oh, week yeah i checked that out yeah yeah um obviously you you are a hollywood insider um what did you think i think i don't have the exact totals but i think approximately 10 star wars uh shows and, and, ten, yeah eight or nine maybe 10 uh mcu related uh spinoff series of various uh various types uh, what, did, what did you think of this? This was big news coming off the heels of the prior week's uh, big HBO uh, HBO Max news with Warner Brothers. I mean, basically, first of all, we're going to get every... Eventually, we'll have every comic book story is going to be made because they're going <laughs> to pump the shit out of it. DCN. You can see also um, Marvel starting... They saw the success with um, Into the Spider-Verse and then... Uh, the way that DC has done a better job of the multiverse management. Um, With and, animated, you mean? Well, just how, like, for instance, like, they're bringing back Michael Keaton, they're bringing back Ben Affleck, um, their TV shows are much stronger overall. Like, I think DC overall just does a better job of having multi-universes versus, I feel like Marvel always has their main universe, and, and if you meet, like, a bizarro Captain America, it doesn't feel interesting like it was like like if you meet a bizarre superman or something but uh, anyways but Wait. when is marvel starting to do that because there's spider-man 3 they're bringing back toby mcguire andrew garfield so there's a lot of speculation that they're going to go into the multiverse to basically be able to spin off uh, everything you know and just do whatever they want so uh <clears throat> my take is that marvel had a fantastic uh first arc which oh that looks nice which is basically um all the way up to end game right um i think they're gonna start seeing more dips on certain projects just because you can't get more iconic than robert downey jr as iron man it, it's gonna be hard to beat chris evans and captain america um thor's around so that's gonna be around but also, like, you saw how they screwed up with uh, Captain Marvel and they tried to... I was just thinking about that today. They tried to make her the face of the MCU and most people are like, you suck. Like, who cares about you? And it just wasn't done in a good way because if you think about, like, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor, they all got three freaking movies before they got to Endgame. And, you know, Captain Marvel, you got a really crappy filler story just to fit in within that continuity. And she never really got that that love to like really tell their story. And then obviously there's a lot of people that don't like Brie Larson. I'm neutral, but <laughs> I recognize <laughs> I know a lot of people are not fans of her, but, um, and, uh, but either way, I think you're gonna have a hard time finding those like 
marquee characters that are gonna like carry the whole universe. I think I think Marvel's gonna start being a little bit more like DC or Star Wars where like there'll be big hits and then there'll be some like more misses. But who knows? They could also be like a Pixar where they just keep hitting home runs, but um I just think like I've been doing a lot of deep analysis on comic books and movies and culture and how it feeds together and how like comic book movies have created a new life on a lot of comic book investing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I realized in the end is that the two things that power the entire, everything we see, the success is the quality of the story and the art in the comic book, right? Yep. And then the love that real fans have for these stories. So those things power everything else. And when you get away from that, when you're trying to make something that the story's not, it's not based on a story that's really awesome, like the end product's not that good. And also if you're trying to create characters that don't really have that fan love and they're trying to make you feel that love, like it doesn't work, like just like Captain Marvel, right? So I think um, Miles Morales is gonna be a major, I think he's actually gonna be the face of the MCU in, in the future. That's my like prediction. Uh, I think it's actually gonna be Miles Morales uh, and and Riri, because they're basically yeah. the two two most popular wow. uh, Marvel characters in the comic books. So you just have to see the trends in the comic books, and it will eventually be what we see overall in the movies. You know. Well, um, I think. Yeah. I think a lot of the, I think a lot of the stuff to do with kind of piggyback what you said is that they have to kind of stick with the content. Like they can't just go fucking off script because. Like for example, like even with like um, with uh, like Batman versus Superman shit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they, they they took pieces here and there. Yeah. But it was like yeah, you guys are just you're you're either you're overdoing it or you aren't doing it right. Yeah. And that's what comic book fans are looking at. They're looking at something that's taken from the fucking pages. Well, that's I, that's the whole point. Marvel was successful because they literally built an inner circle of the original creators that were uh, consultants on the movies and shaping the story and they protected the story and the characters. So the Marvel, all the Marvel MCU stuff, it translated really well. Everybody else, Fox with X-Men, Sony with Spider-Man, you know, Warner Brothers with DC, they've been really hit or miss because the people making the decisions are not the comic book lovers. They're not the ones that created the stories. So I think that's why Marvel, that's their secret sauce that's made them really successful. Again, they're protecting the original story so i totally agree with you and i think you know um there's a lot of stories to draw from so i think yeah. you know zack snyder i saw i recently he said like <laughs> oh, fuck that make uh dark knight returns someday i'm like if you if you want to make dark knight returns why the fuck did you steal his outfit for a fucking bad <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? yeah exactly. <laughs> you already stole it you already used the parts that you you wanted to use from like fuck, man you should I, that's why i was so disappointed when i saw that suit because i was like Oh, that means they're not going to be able to use that in fucking mm-hmm. Dark Knight Returns, you know? Like, yeah. or maybe they will. And we'll just pretend like it wasn't already a thing. Yeah, well, I mean, even even the nightmare change that was kind of stolen from uh, Dark Knight. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, much. listen, they, they, DC, they they this is what's weird is that they kind of had role role reversals with their their various medias. So at the time when DC was doing like not good in the theaters, their comic books are fantastic. You know what I mean? So you can go from watching the shitty Justice League movie and the, you know, the other movies that they were making um, that were not good as far as I'm concerned. 
read the comics, yeah. they were fantastic. At least the characters were what you would expect. At the same time, if you took the Marvel movies and you watched any of the Marvel MCU movies and, you know, all the way up to all their fucking first four phases, and then you try to pick up a comic, and then all of a sudden you were like, oh, well, I wanted to read Iron Man as Tony Stark, and then all of a sudden you get Riri. Or I want to mm. see Hulk, and then it's like some Asian dude. Or I yeah. want to, you know, pretty much every single Ooh, Avenger character. Honor. Yeah, they're all different. So people were very confused. That's why, you know, Marvel kind of fell off on the comics, but they were like really, the, but their numbers in the theaters were really good. But the comics, they fucking fell off. So it's like, they need to find the happy medium, which is why I'm glad they're, you know, doing Miles Morales Spider-Man. That's why it did, I think, so well in the theaters. Um, I think that's why they're in the, going the right direction with Riri Williams and with Miss yeah. Marvel and a bunch of these other characters. So hopefully they can mesh together, you know, the comics with the MCU. So that's the way to go. Yeah, I, I agree. I say with DC, uh, with DC, like their their animations have pretty, pretty much been always on point. I mean, the just the New Frontier was kind of lame, but like all the other ones, have, like especially when they start getting dark with them, like like yeah. Justice League Dark. Oh man, to see motherfuckers die, like, holy that shit, was great. like, this is some shit you don't see, but get, get this more the thing. Go ahead, Stitch. I, I was gonna say, I think Marvel's also done a really good job of balancing being able to stay true to their, their fan base, their hardcore fan base from day one, and also understanding what it is they need to do to maximize their, their money and their profits. Mm. Um, where, where you look at something like, let's say, Transformers, where I, I was a huge Transformers fan growing up as a kid. I don't know anybody that was like a, a legit Transformers fan as a kid, just being like, yo, these movies are dope or whatever. Yeah. Like that, I mean, they're making money. Like we all know that they are just making money hand over fist through whatever market, whether it's through America, China, they're, they're getting paid for these movies, but no one's anxious to be like, yo, I can't wait to hear the next story that they're telling with yeah. Optimus prime and stuff like that, that yeah. that's not happening where with marvel and even these some aspects of dc i, I mean I, I don't follow dc comics as much as i, I do at marvel but with marvel it, it's like yo i can't wait to see where they're going with these characters next oh shit they announced this this storyline i can't wait now obviously marvel has had some hiccups through the Fox aspect of it with X-Men, mm -hmm. even with like New Moons and stuff, yep. so. And Fantastic Four. Yeah, they have not been 100% on it, but they are not selling out and just putting trash out there, at least on the Marvel, Marvel aspect, and just slapping a Marvel sticker on it, and just be like, yo, give me your money. Yeah. I, I'll just really quickly jump in. Um, in terms of their announcements, I thought this was great for them i've been waiting for this uh for like over a year and some change for them to get really really serious with you know pumping out their content like yeah. disney plus had mandalorian mandalorian is a a plus quality but i've said it on here a million times i didn't really think that anything else on disney plus from an original content standpoint was noteworthy at all so wait what'd you say Buddy man? No, he, he's right. It was only the Mandalorian. Well, if you have kids, it's more than Mandalorian, but yeah. But from original content standpoint. Well, yeah, but if if you have kids, I mean, I, I do. I have two. Yeah. I, from an original standpoint, original oh, content so, standpoint. So me, I'm going to say it again. Prodigy, do me what a, you mean? There, there, was not, there was nothing noteworthy from, from an original content standpoint with them. Yeah. Do, me, do me a favor, man. I, I, I've tried. Do me a favor. I want you to make a video 
And I want you to make a video of you deleting Disney Plus in front of your kids and get their reactions. Yeah. Ne- neither here nor there. All I'm saying is... <laughs> <laughs> it, really, it really isn't, because the thing that they've been watching the most has been the HBO Max. You, you, you just care about you. But, but, but no matter <laughs> what on that, all I'm saying is they you could see from this investors meeting that this was him saying okay we're going all in with this so have with you guys original content which is what they guys, which is what we wanted have you guys talked about have? you guys talk about what they talked about for marvel like what they announced is coming to disney not specifically not the whole yeah, list but there's a lot up. there's a lot of stuff i'll pull it up real quick um i was gonna so, say real quick while you're while you're looking up uh I know Shang Shang Chi is one of the uh, the projects that are coming out. So, so do we want to start movies or TVs first? Because they have it separated here. God damn it! We this is one of the few times we have an Asian person on our fucking podcast. <laughs> so I need to get I need to find the pulse of the Asian community right now. You keep fucking it up, old ninja. With your old ass generation gaming players. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. The disrespect. But okay. Okay. Well, I think to where you're leading with the Shang-Chi, I think the Asian communities, they're definitely excited uh, because, you know, it's just like. I mean, think about like how you felt when Black Panther came out in theaters, mm-hmm. right? So now, <laughs> it's it was a, an event, you know. Now yep. it's it's meaningful, like culturally and personally, right? So there's it's similarity with Shang Chi, although this, the, you know, the difference is that fucking Shang Chi is not Black Panther. Um, right. <laughs> second of all, you know, uh, a lot of Asians don't know who he is. Like they've never like it's not like he's a popular Asian character that that they've known about in the comic books. He's not even popular in the fucking comic I mean, let's face it, dude. I'm going to be real. He, he's like my... I'm not a... I don't care about him. He's not interesting because he's got no... Like, really, like, the only Asian superhero in, in Marvel is the fucking Kung Fu Master. Like, could he just at least have, like, fucking... Power? Power? Something? Like, can he have an actual power instead of just being... I could fight Daredevil, you know? It's like... Mm-hmm. He, so... I think like Asian Americans are just excited because there is somebody that is coming on theaters as a you know being a Marvel movie is a big deal. Right? That's a big deal. Yes. Like being admitted into it's like fucking Jeremy Lin being the first NBA player. Right? <laughs> yeah. How are you gonna disrespect Zhao Ming? How are you gonna do that, Mister Bunny Man? What are you doing? Hall of Famer Zhao Ming? He's coming for you. They're gonna come for you. That fool could barely put any English words together. He was... He was Damn, look at that, look at that racism like show, man. Look that. at this dude. Uh, actually, there was a Japanese-American who was the first uh, basketball yeah. player. And, but anyways, so I think, you know, we're excited. We want to see how the movie does. I mean, like, I wasn't a fan of, like, Mulan, for instance. So I think Asians are already pretty ruthless. So they're going to definitely talk shit if it doesn't come out good. Um... Well, hold on, real, real quick, Bunny Man. I think this gets into like some like weird issues that I think most people don't really seem to understand here in America. Is that w- mm. when we say like, okay, we're gonna have a, you know Shang Chi as like a you know an Asian um, you know an Asian character, but um, when you say Asian, there's like a lot of different Asian countries and cultures that people don't mm-hmm. get. And some of the things that we talked about on, on Black and Yellow is like there's some like 
real cultural animosity between like Koreans and Chinese people and like the Jap and Japanese people. So I think that's what most people don't really seem to understand here in America. It's like, yeah, it's cool that we have like an Asian hero, but like, I, I think mean, this we, is a fair point. Um, well, so when I was growing up, what I noticed is that Asians didn't support each other in films. Like, if if there's a Korean movie coming out in theaters for some reason, like Chinese people aren't going to go watch it. Only Korean people. Yeah. So, and Asians all talk like some of my other friends uh, who are black. They had no idea that that Asians don't like each other. Like they'll talk shit yeah. about each other, and so they didn't. They thought the racism was always just towards them. I'm like, no, it's towards everybody. <laughs> they're they're fucking. They're just racist, you know. Older. Kind of piggyback, kind of piggyback off of Buddy Man. So, yeah. um, in the movie, um, the geisha are. Uh, so the memoir of the geisha is it's about japanese geishas but the lead actress then Yi, she's chinese yeah. and she plays a japanese character and the shit that i saw in japan people were so fucking <laughs> mad about that it was just it was i was like wait what like it, she's still asian they're like yeah she's japanese bro i'm like holy shit okay mm -hmm. It, it is very different. It's just like if, um, you know, probably less offensive, but like, you know, if you got somebody from South Africa to play like Eddie Murphy in a fucking biopic with, you know, and they kept the accent, you'd be like, that's not fucking Eddie Murphy. Like, <laughs> yep. not honest to the spirit of it. And, you know, remember, remember when Will Smith played the Nigerian doctor with the terrible accent? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that was bad. The Nigerian community shit all over him. Uh, what was it? It was, um, oh, God, what was it? Concussion. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. It's a concussion. You know, that's what came up with the whole, like, football hit syndrome or whatever. Um, you know what would be a good comparison? Would, would be, like, let's say Ryan Reynolds played Captain America. He's, a Cana <laughs> he's Canadian. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, that's, that's actually... Like, I mean, it's it's. I think that's less worse because yeah, like there's so <laughs> many cultures. Cool, we're cool with it. Well, it's only yeah. because like the, our cultures are so like close. Like there's well, we're I so close. White people are more interchangeable. You have British people. Like, <laughs> no, really, like Andrew Tom Holland, Walking Dead, <laughs> British. Um, yep. Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Spider Man. Yeah, dude. There's so many. I Henry think Cavill. Yeah. Henry Cavill. <laughs> Same with uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's Australian. Wait, no, no. The, the, the best one is fucking, um, what's the name that played Batman? Uh, Kristen Bell. Yeah. Oh, right. He's British. Dude, he's British and he's playing fucking Batman? Like, yeah. like I did not know he was British until I heard him speak on a. On Actually, a, I don't think night. he's British. He's like I'm, Irish, I'm a, I'm he's a, Irish or Scottish. I'm going to put like the that. ace card down. Stringer Bell is a Baltimore drug lord. Mm -hmm. He's from fucking Britain. Yep. Oh, what, what about E.J. Alba? Idris Elba. That is, yeah, yeah that, American that is, gangster. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's yeah. what he's saying. And he's British. Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> but you know what? It's easier for other people to impersonate Americans than it is for Americans to impersonate other people. Like, mm. I don't know if you've ever seen Far and Away with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. And Tom Cruise, his Irish accent. Actually, <laughs> yeah. it was actually horrible. I was, or when, oh, no. When Tom Cruise played a German soldier and didn't even try to do a German accent. Oh, Valkyrie? I yeah. Valkyrie. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise. I remember that bullshit. I was like, what about, what about Insidious Bastards? 
Then, oh, Inglorious then, um, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Then um Brad Pitt tried to do a, an Irish accent or some shit. Well, Italian, but no. it was funny though. It was on purpose. It was hilarious. He was more like a weird mutt of a, of a character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Killing Nazis. Gorlami. But <laughs> <laughs> Tarantino actually makes fun of that whole thing about Americans not being able to be cultured when they went in. Yeah, Gorlami trying to pretend to be Italian and just being miserable at it. It's like, how are you going to sneak into an event full of Germans? Who definitely would know a real Italian from an American pretending to be Italian? Because because Americans are good at murdering. Even, <laughs> even at Wonder Woman, they kind of make fun of that when uh, Chris Pat's character tried to be a German character and like he Fine. was fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. You, who who has that? Who I'm sorry, just to go back, who yeah. has that? Uh, the the list of some of these 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 uh, oh, TV it. show or updates? I got, I got, I got it back. Yeah, I got it too. Go ahead. So, we want to talk about the M- uh, MCU shows? Or yeah, let's shows? talk about those. Yeah, let's talk. Let's so, so uh, one of the shows that's on here, I thought it had a different name, but they're doing Secret Invasion with uh, Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also got, uh, we, you guys talked about Riri, Riri Williams. She has her own show, Iron Heart, with uh, Dominique Thorne. Uh, we have Armor Wars with Don Cheadle. I hear uh, back is James Rhodes facing somebody with uh, Tony Stark's tech. Okay. A lot of people were kind of shitting on that, saying they don't want to see uh, War Machine because he's not Iron Man. They want to see Iron Man, but, I mean, he's dead. Um, we have the one that was supposed to drop this year, but it's been pushed back to next month, uh, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the other one that was supposed to drop in like uh, November, which got pushed back to March of next year, which is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep. Uh, that's going to be interesting. We have the Loki, you guys' own mm-hmm. Disney Plus series, and then the What If. So the What If is an animated show. There's yeah, a um, there's a trailer for this already. Yep. Uh, we we talked about this like a month and a half ago, but the Miss Marvel. Uh, TV series already filming now. There's a couple of uh, clips and stuff on the uh, Disney site here. Uh, Hawkeye with Haley Stanfield. Uh, what's up? No, just jumping back to Miss Marvel. Like I was actually kind of let down with Miss Marvel. Like we on the podcast we talk about Miss Marvel and like the whole Miss Marvel thing. Like it made me think of Miss Marvel versus Captain Marvel. So I thought her power to be all kind of cool and super. Superistic, and she can fly and like that, and all she has is stretch, stretch ability. But that's, but yeah, but that's her character, more, yeah. and yeah, her you namesake is because she's a fan of Captain Marvel. And in the clips that they show, they show a lot of her fandom in that stuff. But uh, the big, the big talk that I've seen is about the Hawkeye show because there is rumors and stuff about Jeremy Renner and his past behavior, and they got Haley Stanfield, who's like an up and coming actress. Um, the one that we also talked about was the casting of She-Hulk mm-hmm. um, with uh, Tatiana was Malzani, Malzani. Like uh, what I didn't realize, they're bringing back Tim Roth, who is in Incredible Hulk, and Mark yes. Ruffalo. Awfully, obviously, he should be in this. Um, also, they got Moon Knight coming. There's a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming, and then a series of sorts for I Am Groot. Uh, that's and then lot. there's yeah, so that's just the shows. They have a list of the the movies that are on the way. Uh, with the movies, we got so Ant Man three has an official title. It's Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum uh, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Yeah. 
thought it was called the entanglement. Oh, <laughs> this motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith was gonna be in it. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, we also have our first, uh, our first MCU, I guess. 20th Century Fox property coming to the MCU, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, hold, 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 hold on one quick second. We don't have any uh, casting news on that. There, they did mention something about uh, the Spider-Man uh, director, uh, possibly, I think, is attached to it. But Yeah, he's attached to direct. This is, at least for me, uh, I don't know about anybody else, this is exciting. Like, anybody who knows Marvel history, Fantastic Four, yes, they've had nothing but shitty movies. I get that. But this this family that, that they, they started like this marvel thing before spidey and the avengers and x-men like this this was the first real hit uh hit fucking comic series for marvel in a long time so uh, that, i mean what, what are we talking about i'm oh, sorry i was they're known what oh, fantastic four okay yeah yeah i mean they're known as marvel's first family i mean that yeah and it, it literally says this on their site uh, well, they don't call them the first family. They call them iconic family. They yeah. used to be called the first family quite often, though. Yeah. Uh, well, and they got when when Fox took those rights and did those shitty movies. There, mm-hmm. there certainly was a downplaying and dimming, dimming of them, you know, and and rightly so, to a certain extent, because obviously Marvel wasn't benefiting financially from those shitty movies. But this this could be big. You could build a whole lot, both cosmically and on Earth, around the Fantastic Four. Well, you, you know what's amazing right. is that um, Marvel took that the Fantastic Four so seriously that they, after they started making shitty movies about them, they literally killed them off in the comics. Well, they didn't kill them off. Yep. They put them in a whole different like universe for a couple of years. Yep. Like it was yeah. after um, Secret Wars. Like okay, well, they did that on purpose though, so they yeah. could get the right. Back. Uh, yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. That, that's how seriously they took. That whole franchise. They were just like, listen, they're going to be gone for a couple of years, so like, people can stop getting rights to these, getting rights to this franchise and keep making shitty movies. So, I'm glad now because I mean they're back in the comics. They've been back for about a year now. And they've been pretty cool so far, um, and I'm glad now they're going to start making new content for them. Because yeah, I mean they 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 fucked up a good two three movies. So. Hey. Here's what I'll say. It was the it was the third one that really was the like the clincher. I saw like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ew. and that had Killmonger in it. Like even yeah. even when they had um even when uh, Michael B. Jordan was gonna play Johnny Storm, it's like okay, how the fuck how how are you gonna have Susan Storm be white and have Johnny Blade be fucking? That was funny though. Like, how, like it was like what the fuck? And then what when I watched it, I was like okay. Adopted, yeah. Okay, like what, like, what, like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, they and I didn't really bad. I didn't have an issue with like their acting. It was just a bad sort of, yeah. The the acting was fine, it just sucks that they wasted the talent on on sort of a shitty script story directing and everything. Uh, So, oh, they did Doom dirty too. Doom is real dirty. I don't, I don't want Doom in. In the first movie, I I want them no. to build to Doom. So if yeah. they put like like fucking Mole Man or something like that, <laughs> Mole I'd be Man. Fine with that. I, I don't know. I'm I'm just, I'm just I'm fine with that or whatever. And then build to Doom. Like I I want to see them build it up. Like 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 how, like how I was saying last week with the Sinister Sinister Six. Yeah. I want them to build up to the ultimate bad and and blow us away. And I, I feel bad saying like 
the Fantastic Four as a trial run, but let them test out the formula, and then when they come with X Men, then I'm gonna shoot my load. And yep. I'm gonna spend all of my money. <laughs> well, you know we're gonna have X Men versus Avengers. That's gonna be fucking crazy. Bro, that, yeah, dude. Yes. If, yes. If they if they if they do it right, that might I I would say that would top um, Avengers. Uh, Infinity War. Well, if it's done right, yeah, done correctly. There's so many good movies that could be made. I'm like, listen, they could do a whole new phase of just building up the Secret Wars, and then you could bring in Namor, you could bring in like all these other cool characters, you know. But it's just like, will they do it? You know, I I, I don't know. They will. They will. Well, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Here, here's what I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna throw in. The, to me, what the Fantastic Four do really well is the cosmic side of things with the intergalactic threat. And they are the ones, they are the first family that introduced the Marvel world to both the Kree and the Skrull. I know we've gotten those in these these movies in, Galactus, in the MCU yeah. kind of, sort of, then. It doesn't make nearly as much sense without the Fantastic Four because you got to build your way up to Super Skrull. And yeah. Super Skrull is this ultimate fucking badass that should be in the cosmic realm and whatnot not to mention galactus and silver server so again i hope that they have the foundation with the fantastic four to build off into three or four movies and sub movies and all kinds of other stuff with them anyway yeah so um slate also slated uh obviously black widow which was supposed to be out months ago uh uh shang chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Shang-Chi. which I'm God kinda... damn, you fucking fucked that up. Well, uh, you know, actually, uh, no. According to Kevin Feige, it's pronounced yeah. Shang-Chi. Is it really? Yeah, he he did he yes. did say it that way. I was gonna say mm. he fucked me up when he said it that way too. I was like, oh, I've been fucking he, it up all this time. Yeah, same thing too. I was like, oh, that's how you say it. So that does not according sound... to Kevin Feige. Uh, I need somebody I'm, else. I'm that... very... What was that? <laughs> I need somebody else that's Asian to pronounce that. <laughs> that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't. I've been pronouncing it wrong the whole time too. So I don't we know. all have. Yeah. I'm uh, not gonna let yeah. the white guy tell me how to pronounce it. <laughs> we, we don't even know how to pronounce his last name. We call him Feige yeah. Feige. Yeah. Uh, the like Legend the whole, of the Ten Rings. This is like the whole gift gift conversation with the. Uh, <laughs> bro, hold, hold the fuck on. No, I was uh, at the goddamn. Go. Hold on, I was at the announcement for Shang Chi, and that's how they pronounced it. I was yeah, there at uh, fucking Comic Con in the goddamn press pit. Well, yeah, he, he pronounced it differently this time. Yeah, Kevin Feige pronounced it this this way, so I'm going with that. You know, maybe he got it wrong the first time. I don't, I don't know. But I'm saying that Feige said it. Moving on, uh, we have the Eternals, which is also supposed to be out this year, but it got pushed to next year. We have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Thor: Love and Thunder, Black Panther Two. So, really quick, the big thing that came out of this is that they will not recast Chadwick Boseman's character for Black Panther. So, I have no idea yeah. what they're going to do. Apparently, they're bringing mostly everybody back. There's a bunch of rumors swarming around, but they win, want to maintain the legacy of Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther and not recast. It's a really well, easy... Real quickly, how do, you feel, how do you guys feel on that? Yeah, you just you just make sure the Black Panther, which is how it's going to be, in, how it is in the comics. She's she is a Black Panther. It's it's very simple to do through storytelling. It's not going to be a huge deal. I mean, don't get me wrong. Issues that we're losing Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther, but as far as storytelling goes as Black Panther, toss her in. We'll be fine. 
That's the rumor. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna just say I'm completely on the other I'm I'm completely on the other end. T'Challa as a character has over fifty years of history. And so I understand Chadwick is gone and we all fucking miss him. But T'Challa has many more stories to go to come or from the comics and whatnot that you could do everything with with doom his internal stuff with wakanda namor you you name it storm i, storm, oh, yeah, I want to miss. i yeah. would love to see more t'challa and the mcu has recast hulk and Rhodey and, and and whatnot before i would love to see t'challa in some capacity uh, and I and I'm not shitting on uh, Shuri at all because I, I I do get the fact that there is a time period that where she gets the mantle. I have no problem with that whatsoever. But T'Challa as Black Panther has had 50 years of history. So let, let me ask you this: if if they were to recast Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, how would you feel about that? Uh, I might be okay with that years from now. I might be. It it, it would have you have to have a lot of uh, time in between, and that's how most but, folks are gonna, are feeling about Chadwick Boseman and Black Panther. To to everybody out there, Chadwick Boseman is Black Panther. So I, I hear you. I, I I definitely hear you. Although his time in the role is nowhere near as long as obviously RDJ, and I, I feel like RDJ got to tell all of the important, relevant, like Iron mm -hmm. Man specific kind no, of he didn't drink, so fuck him. I didn't feel like T'Challa got that. <laughs> I never saw him as drunk, so I'm just saying that was a letdown. Well, two, two, he was a little drunk. A little. Nah, he wasn't drunk. Yeah, a little, much. but no, he wasn't like when I got introduced to when I started reading Marvel. I read because Rhodey was in the Iron Man uh, Iron Man suit, and Tony Stark was literally on a couch yelling all kinds of shit at Rhodey about what he needed to do. And I'm like, if this guy's Iron Man, why is this white dude that's drunk? is yelling at Rhodey, and he was like that for like several issues, so that's we didn't true. get that, we got just him drunk at a party, that's pretty much it. Well, yeah, yep. the same thing that you said about Ant-Man, because we get to see how he really is, so he was, Oh yeah, he, he doesn't beat- Sean Connery people. Bitch, yeah. man. That's true. And, and he doesn't beat up uh, Janet, so. Yeah. It's a, it's a delicate it. issue, it's a delicate issue, obviously. I mean, yeah. we all love Chadwick Boseman um, as a person, humanitarian as an actor and and the role he played as uh black panther so it's it's tough and we we obviously out of respect we didn't want to we i don't think we even talked about it at all with the whole recasting thing when when the news dropped just because it seemed kind of callous to be like well who are they going to get when, when we just lost him uh from cancer and everything mm. um I kind of would like to see more of the black, the the Chichala, ah, I'm, I'm drinking Chichala storyline play out a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and it's nothing against Shuri, even though she doesn't believe in vaccinations and blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry. Yeah. laughs> At this point, they, they can recast Shuri and then just keep telling, you know, make her the Black Panther with somebody new. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. my God, people, people just want to fuck up their easy good money. But that's, that's, but that's a little side thing. Um, yeah, I, I have no problem with, with the mantle being handed over to Shuri, but I would have liked, and obviously it's no fault of anybody's, I would have liked to have seen 
that storyline with Chitala played out a little bit longer and a little bit more. And if Tarek Bozeman's family was fine with it, and that's something that would happen to happen would have to happen. Sorry, would have to happen behind scenes. Mm-hmm. If they're fine with it, with with understanding between that with Marvel Studios and the family, and understand like, yo, we're not we're not trying to erase Tarek's history or whatever. We want to make sure that there is no bad publicity because obviously that would ruin. That would be a big grenade if if Tadwick's family was just like, yo, Marvel did us wrong, and they just came to us and just like, yo, we want a new person to, to take over his role. That would play out really bad. So let the time play out. If if the family is fine with it, they understand with it, work together, and then put out a story with a potential maybe replacement, and then transition to Shuri, I think that would smooth over really, really well, and you can cool. tell a Black Panther story. Because, I mean, I feel like and yeah, it's selfish, but it, it, unfortunately, we did get shortchanged on seeing on a global scale the Black Panther story that all the people that read the comic books know. Because a lot of people, yeah, people are going to pick up the books and read it and, and want to learn more about it. But there's a vast majority of people that are just, they just want to see the movie. Yep. And I think that, unfortunately, due to circumstances that are out of everyone's control, except whatever higher being you believe in, we're not going to get that. And I think there are amazing stories that can be told, should be told, and need to be told with T'Challa as Black Panther. And then we can transition to Shuri. If I if I articulated that as, as best yeah, as I could. you said your point. Okay. Um, uh, who else want to weigh in? Well, I was just, I was just going to say, like, for the whole Chadwick, Chadwick thing, like, it, it's really hard for them to try to replace somebody with him because Chad did a really good job of being Black Panther. Yep. Like, if, because I know he, he got dusted during the snap, but he came back once they did the whole, the re-snap or whatever. If there was a way that they could, like, somehow have that, that Chad had a kid, like, Chala had a kid, like, with, uh, uh, I can't remember the girl's name. I was, just, I was just trying to think yeah. of a way that Disney can make it so, like, how they can recast him. Well, it, it, well they, they'd have to do, the problem is they have to do, like, a, a serious time jump for the whole MCU, and I don't think that yeah. there's already movies yeah. that have been made. No, I think I think I the mean, multiverse, they're going to yeah. reboot the universe just like Yeah, I think movie. the multiverse would come in. So they're going to just make everybody young again, because eventually you're going to have to reboot it. They're just going to yeah. literally start over, like, a clean slate with some major, you know... Event like a Infinity War or um, something that will, like you said, with the multiverse, like either bring in younger versions of themselves or just literally reboot the whole thing. Because I think oh, it's Shuri, because you definitely can't get another guy. Chadwick Boseman was as iconic outside of you know the role just as an RDJ as a human, you know. So I think that affects it and. Yeah, so they'll go with Shuri now, and then they'll reboot the whole universe, and they'll be like, by the way, we need T'Challa back, because we got, like, a fucking hundred stories we didn't tell with him. So uh, well, they, here's they my... do that with, yeah. with Spider-Man, with the next Spider-Man mm-hmm. 3, they're doing Into the Spider-Verse, basically, yeah. and they're bringing back all of the different Spider-Man, uh, so they can really... I got one it. even better. Even better. Because they're already going to make ball. a new Fantastic Four movie, right? Mm-hmm. Make the yeah, build-up, or... Make the build-up... Or the actual villain in the first one, Kang the Conqueror. 
It's the easiest way to mm-hmm. reboot the entire fucking universe in a very short amount go. of time. Because he, he fucks with time. So if you want to, like, go. go there and just, like, reboot everything, use Kang. And then you can obviously... Not a throwaway movie, but it's an easy way to reboot the whole entire universe. And then still have a Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four movie without Doom. And then you could have Doom yep. and, like, the, the subsequent movies after that. And then also reboot everything I like else. It. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I like and that. we already know... We, we already are getting Kang the Conqueror with, uh, uh, with Jonathan Majors from uh, Lovecraft Country. So yeah. he's going to be an Ant-Man. So we're going to have Kang the Conqueror. So it's actually not that far out of reach. I mean, it's very, very, very possible. Yeah. You know, I, I want to with the, well, sorry, with the, the CW DC universe, they kind of did, they took a, a little bit of that playbook when they, when they re, 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 reset the entire time. Because originally Supergirl wasn't part of Arrowverse. Yep. But after the whole crisis on Infinite Earth, she became part of the universe as well as, um, Batwoman and um, Black Lightning and Black Lightning, yeah, they all kind of quarter mingle together. But yeah, like I think that's fucking that's a dope idea for them to take Fantastic Four and pull all the universes together. We fucking dope. It's done well, right. I, I want I want to see T'Challa and Namor. Like yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see that interaction and that just two alpha two alphas of their kings. own domain, two kings just head to head, just. Supreme intellect. I I want to see that on the big screen, and I want other people to understand. Like, yo, these are two people that don't take shit from nobody. Like, Captain America can sit sit to the fucking side because this is a a discussion between kings of land and king of sea <laughs> or whatever. And what's like, the, I, I want to see that, and I feel that like it. it no disrespect to Shuri, but like, I want to see T'Challa. And whoever, if they get somebody to cast as Namor, have that. Because that, that will just be like, I can't even chew my popcorn right now because I'm just on the edge of my feet. Make, Namor, pop make Namor Asian. I don't know yeah. who exactly, but Namor needs yeah. to be Asian. I'm Honestly, it should now. be that dude from fucking, uh, from Lost. There's the biggest green There actor. you go. What's the guy's uh, name? Daniel, Daniel Day Kim? Is yeah, that? I think he'd be a good... If he's not uh, too old by then. Yeah, it might be too easy. You know, actually a rumor somebody was trying to, I guess... You guys don't age. Though. You're like fucking 50 years old. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's a rumor that they were talking to fucking Keanu Reeves about the new name Really? Oh. I mean, you'd have to get him like. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that works. <laughs> I, I mean, know. we all love Keanu, but more like an Asian Henry Cavill, like somebody yep. who's like fucking buff and. But but I'm gonna call He's this like out. Young. I think I think that. Clean cut Keanu Reeves could probably play Namor. Yeah. The, all his like, recent movie, he's like long hair, kind of scruffy yeah, Keanu Reeves. Actually, he looks worse clean cut now. He looks more old. Yeah, I watched the, uh, what was it, the uh, latest Bill and Ted? Yeah, I was like, Even though his beard's kind of shitty, but yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to make one prediction that I, this is when people are going to break, they're going to just jizz on command is Marvel versus DC. Oh, I mean, no, I can see it. Uh, actually, Corona's talking about this like, during the summer. Like this could, I mean, this could potentially happen in this movies. Eventually, they're both companies. All these companies, Marvel has already worked with Sony, right? They were fucking up Spider Man, and Marvel was like, "Yo, why don't we just help you with Spider Man? Bring you back on track. You still." have the license, but you license it back to us and we put them in the MCU. That's working out great. 
eventually these fucking people are gonna milk it until it gets pretty over overdone and then they're gonna be like well how can we print more money superman versus thor okay. yeah fucking wonder woman and storm it's gonna if, if it, it, it comes if it comes down to that like yeah they can they they will print fucking money if they did a crossover between dc and, and fucking marvel because like the whole like if, so even if they did like the crossover between like dc versus marvel and if they do the the not a crossover but the okay i can't remember what they called it but it's basically like the 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 blend so we have like a wolverine batman or we have mm-hmm. like oh yeah, yeah, yeah captain super and like yeah, if they, they had, blend the characters together that shit would be fucking dope those characters those characters had names right it was wolverine yeah, and yeah. batman was dark claw yeah dark uh, claw. there's a couple other ones i forgot they had interesting interesting names but i mean I, I would imagine I can I, I can see that in maybe what I, I what time what timeline Bunny Man do you think you see in ten years twenty years like twenty years yeah okay yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking so I'm we'll thinking all be dead too. all right cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah probably long god long god uh, so do a list of actors <laughs> and Bunny Man Bunny Man's gonna be the fucking director of all these goddamn movies and we're like oh uh, hey. Just remember, either if we're not at the premiere, at least we need to be on the red carpet. I'm just saying that right now. You guys will be. I'll sneak you guys in the movie. There you go. No, no, no. I want to. I want to be able to walk the red carpet with like the 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 newest hottie. So then we um, got a couple more movies. We got Blade coming, Captain Marvel two, and then Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy three. Those are the last slate of movies coming from Marvel. All, all, all noteworthy, all interesting. Some of them we had already heard about. Now we have some semi-official dates because obviously everything could get pushed back by Rona. But can I, we, I can we, go ahead. Can we talk about the other stuff that Disney talked about? That's can what we, I was we, just trying to get to. Uh, I, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say on the Star Wars side, we uh, also had some big Disney stuff side, too. Okay. Maybe yeah. Start with Star Wars first. Yeah. Did, did you want Old Ninja? You are, you are our Star Wars guy, like. Tell us what, what was some of the most exciting stuff from the Star Wars side, because that, that, the, they named nine or ten of them, right? I think the most exciting stuff is that there was stuff. For like the longest time, all there was the Mandalorian. I'm like, what the hell else are they going to do? And all of a sudden, at this event, there's like a huge like smorgasbord of stuff. So um, we already talked about this. We already knew it was coming, but the Obi-Wan Disney Plus series is coming. What we didn't know is they're bringing back... Hayden Christensen back yeah. as Darth Vader. Fucking why though? Like he's seriously? Darth Vader. Yeah, to, he's, to, to the younger yeah. folk. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, we we get it. Uh, the the prequels left a bad taste in a lot of people's uh, mouths, but he's a bad actor. Like, what the? F- are are we just gonna I pretend? Have, I <laughs> No, I, I haven't seen him in much since that the the, the aughts, really. I, 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 I saw him in things after. The Star Wars movies, and he's not, and that's why he's he not acting right now. It's because right? he's not a great. I mean, he's maybe a jump, he's, yeah. Well, maybe yeah, he was in Jumper. Maybe he's like got gotten better acting chops. I fucking doubt it. You know what I mean? He's not. He's not been casted for a long time. Um, you know, I wish him the best. I mean, I guess it's not hard to fucking play Darth Vader in, in a goddamn suit and speaking very simple, very simple. Um, with the voice filter. Yeah, with a voice filter, yeah. I guess. But it's just like, why are you giving this dude work? Like seriously? Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw him in Takers. I didn't think he was that bad in Takers. Um, 
There's a movie like, where he plays like a reporter, kind of untold truth. I, I didn't think he was that bad. In that, was, I think he was just bad in Star Wars. That's he was all. in Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. He did the voice of uh, Anakin. Mm. <laughs> God dang. Um, so we we're getting more live action stuff from Dave Filani and John Favreau. We're gonna the get gods. We're gonna get Rangers of the New Republic and as just as we called it, Ahsoka live action yep. with Rosario Dawson returning, getting her own series. Yes. I mean, we saw that coming. We saw that coming a mile away. Um, also, we got a little bit more um, update on the Andor series, which is Cassian Andor from uh, um, Rogue One. His character is getting his own series. Uh, we're getting the animated series Star Wars The Bad Batch, which is a spinoff of the Clone Wars series. We saw the Bad Batch got introduced in season seven of the Clone Wars uh, animated series. So we're getting Star Wars Visions. From what I understand, this will be a Star Wars anime. Um, I don't know which studio is handing the animation or whatnot, but apparently this is there's a little bit more information that I didn't really dive into really quick because I was trying to figure out more of a series I'm going to talk about in just a second. We're getting um, Lando. I don't know if this is live action or quite not. I don't know if he's <laughs> back. I don't know if Donald Glover's back. No. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Bill, Bill, Billy D is is. I, I love Billy D. He's he's a legend. He's a fucking icon. But if he is back, you're talking about him doing a few like cameos Small probably scenes, here yeah. and there. But like, I like how you don't even acknowledge Donald say, Glover. So, so yeah, was Donald shit. Glover. Yeah, Solo was shit, and uh, Donald Glover, who I, Donald Glover, who I fucking love, I, I didn't like, I didn't like him in it. I really didn't. I'm sorry. So mm-hmm. we yeah, sh- we will really find out more. So this this is the series. The next series is the one that I'm more interested about because this is part of the new, um, I guess you can call it event. So it's the High Republic. It'll be a storyline that will launch next month with the first book. It's going to cover through comics, books. Um, they haven't specifically said games, but we also have a Disney Plus series called The Acolyte. This will be a High Republic um, live-action show. This will be directed by the um, um, executive producer from the Netflix show, um, The uh, Russian Doll. So oh, she yeah, will be, okay. She's uh this is this is being lauded as a a mystery thriller Star Wars show uh I'm during down. the time of the uh, during the time of the High Republic so I'm very interested in seeing what's going on with this and then we have a droid story uh I believe this is animated like CG animated uh Disney Plus series not 100% um also uh, from the Lucasfilm site uh, go ahead prodigy I was just going to say isn't it funny how the high quality and exceptionalness of Mando is making all this possible. Oh yeah, like, of course. You you, you believe that the most of these, if not all of them, are going to be hits based on how good Mando was. And if you're going off of Last Jedi, uh, ret- uh, uh, and that third one, um, you didn't have that feeling about Star Wars series. You just yeah. Didn't. Uh, also from the also continuing on the Star Wars side will be Rogue Squadron. So a lot of people Patty are really in love with the what was that? Is it Rogue Squadron? Patty, Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Patty yeah. Jenkins will be directing uh, a feature length film on Rogue Squadron. Now I know some people didn't realize that Dennis Lawson, who's the uncle of uh, Ewan McGregor, he returned 
to play Wedge Antilles in Rise of Skywalker. Um, I don't know which era this is going to be. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be New Republic era or during the like um, Galactic Civil War era, but um, there's a little mini a intro video from Patty Jenkins. She talks about her dad, how her dad was a pilot, how she wants to do something. You missed the, that hold on. You, you're missing a very important thing about that whole thing. She was on fucking rollerblades. All right. <laughs> rollerblading. She's on rollerblades. Down a yes. fucking flight deck. <laughs> going to her car, some shit, and putting on a yeah, flight she suit. Goes her, yeah, it, <laughs> I mean, she goes to her car. She changes into a rebel flight suit yeah. with a nice. helmet. Uh, she's she like, she about, about to walk to an X-ray, right? Yeah, she walks, that's what it ends with her walking to a next scene, but she wanted to do something that kind of honors the memory of her father. She was looking for the correct, the project that she liked, and it, with the franchise that she likes, which is Star Wars, Rogue Squadron. Um, they're really hot. Yeah, oh, I'm me... excited for this, because I really, we, we saw Patty Jenkins. Yes. Myself, Cthulhu's Prodigy, and Kronos, we saw Patty Jenkins at WonderCon, uh, what, two years ago, uh, talking about Wonder Woman. She brought us a clip that got us like even more hot. Yeah, was it four? Well, yeah, it was four. Hold on. She, she deserves special attention on this podcast, all right, because we fucked up. We first, this is like a long time ago, but when, when we first heard her talking about Wonder Woman, how she's going to be compassionate and all this other fucking bullshit. We're like, fuck Wonder Woman, fuck Patty Jenkins, blah, blah, blah. God damn it, she proved us fucking wrong. She shut mm. us the fuck up when we watched that movie. And I'm glad she did. And I, I will not... Basically, um, anytime you make a movie now, I'm going to go watch it. And oh, you, you shut us the fuck you, up. You and I'm just First like, in line. Yeah. yeah. First in line. She brought it. She, yeah, brought, and, she brought it on Wonder Woman. Hopefully she brings it on uh, 84, which is out on a, in a Christmas Day, right? God Couple damn, hold on. Christmas Day. Star, <laughs> Star Wars Rogue Squadron comes out in 2023. God damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. December 2023. So Even late. that could get pushed back. True. Yeah. Um, so we got another Star Wars feature film, this one by Takiki Watiti, uh, called Children of Blood and Bone. Ooh. So... This is this is based off of this is based off of a book. This is based off of a Star Wars book. Was going to be a Star Wars film. Uh, I don't see the release date on here, but I knew he was getting a Star Wars project. But this is going to be interesting. And then also on the Lucasfilm side will be a Willow Disney Plus series. And then we're getting a fifth Indiana Jones film directed by oh, James Mangold. Uh, Harrison Ford reprising his role. This would be oh, the first yeah. Indiana Jones with no Steven Spielberg directing. Well, I mean, the last one was terrible. So, I mean, it, it was okay oh. until the end. And I was like, all right, really? A fucking flying saucer? Like, we're doing that now? A flying saucer. What the fuck? You know what's yeah. funny even about Willow? And I'm not shitting on it because I loved it as a kid. It's a great it game, actually too. Didn't do, it actually didn't do that well. Like, that's the reason why you didn't see a whole lot of whole lot of sequels to Willow back in the day. Hold on, but, but Willow, mm, yeah. had actual, Willow had a pretty successful game, though. Remember that it game? Did. The game is awesome. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll really give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. But, but so I'm surprised that it's being revived. But whatever, we'll see. I'm, I'm actually not surprised. It's kind of a cult classic. So, and it's another Lucasfilm property that they're bringing back. And Warwick Davis is back. So that's great. Oh, he's still alive? That I thought oh, yeah. the motherfucker was been dead. Dude, he's in. He's in the Harry <laughs> Potter series. He is. He's one of oh, the wow. uh, okay. goblins. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it's so, also. It. I mean, to be honest. To give prodigies some like some credence here is that most little people don't live to be that old. Yeah. Just like tall people, course. you know. Just like yeah. if, if you're like over seven feet, you live to be fucking sixty-five. I'm fucking surprised. 
So <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. And 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 you know what's funny? I probably got it mixed up when Bird and Troyer died. Like in terms oh, of oh yeah, uh, Vern Troyer he did yeah he did pass away. That was mad. <laughs> And Vern Troyer, I think he lived to be in his 40s. Yeah, but Vern Troyer was off the rails, though. He was like, he was pretty wild. He was wild. He was always at that Playboy Mansion in that grotto. Fucking, I love it. Wouldn't you be, though? The hell yeah, man. Shit. Boozing it up. Hey, before we switch gears, so there were actually other announcements that Disney announced. Oh, yeah. Kind of cool. So, so we we talk about the whole Marvel MCU. We talk about this or uh, Star Wars, Star Wars type shit. But that, Disney has some shit too that they're going to be releasing. So we all knew that they're going to be doing the Hocus Pocus too. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing back the, they're bringing back the original cast. They're all come they're all coming back for that for the sequel. Uh, we're also getting um, uh, three men and a baby, which is like wow, really? Like, okay, well, aren't yeah. they dead? Aren't some of them dead? Well, uh, yeah, uh, who's there? It was Tom Selleck, Pony Danza, Ted Danson. No, Tom Selleck, Ted Danson, and I can't remember the third guy. Is he a lot? I can't remember. Well, two of them are alive. The only that, the only reason that, I know this movie is because it was the first movie I ever saw twice, and I forget why I saw it twice <laughs> in movie theater. It was by accident. <laughs> but also, we're getting so uh, Zach Efron is going to be playing in it. So I'm oh, sure Steve Gutenberg. Yes, oh, yeah. oh, there it is. Yeah, Mahoney. Mahoney from Gutenberg, yeah. Oh, actually, I think no, we just alive. saw Gutenberg because he's no, in. Uh, hold on. Is it? He was in a show. That was the guy in Night Court, right? Wasn't that guy mm-hmm. in Night Court? No, 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 he was from Police Academy. Yeah, he's from Police Academy fame. Yeah, yeah. He did like. He was, in, um, he was also in uh, Short Circuit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, Johnny Five. Five. <laughs> so yeah, we're also getting a um, we're also getting a Mighty Duck series. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, we're actually getting a, a Buzz Lightyear movie. So Buzz Lightyear, oh, yeah. Like, star and this and that. So we're gonna actually origin story for Buzz Lightyear, which seems pretty fucking dope. And even like yeah. the way they the, the animation so far for it looks badass. Like it isn't some Pixar like little computer generated shit. This is like some some computer generated anime type shit that we're getting so um, this we're... this already has controversy by the way because the voice, tim allen's the... not gonna do the voice yeah tim allen isn't back they got chris evans instead because this is the prequel so people yeah. are like you need to bring in tim allen and then they're like well he's supposed to be younger so there's already people complaining already mm. okay and then also we're also getting um chip and dale animated movie the male strippers? No. God dang. No, we're getting um uh Gal Sky, the dude who did the voice of um uh King of the Thing. There's Andy Samberg and yes. John John Mulani or yes. Mulani? Mulani. So we're gonna live action oh not live action. We're gonna animate a movie for them. We're getting a live action Lita One fucking stitch. Hmm. How is that gonna look? How is that gonna look? Okay. We're getting a live action Pinocchio. That already Okay. That that could work. Tom Hank is gonna be um uh Geppetto. Geppetto, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is a Robert Zemeckis film. Okay. Uh what Pinocchio he's got orange skin and like fake yellow hair and he looks (laughs) 
Trump. Donald Trump, what? <laughs> Trump, oh, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> And there's, there's something else they announced, but I can't go into is. Uh, um, so there's Peter Pan and Wendy. That's what it was, so, yeah. Live action. Yeah, Jude Law is going to be Captain Hook. That's going to be okay. Funny. And then there's, okay. I don't know who this person is, Yara Shadi. Shadi? Oh, she's from uh, Gronish. Okay, she's, she'll be Tinkerbell. Oh, shit. Oh, well, okay, good for yeah. her. I mean, we also have the live-action Little that? Mermaid, which is... So that's the oldest daughter from uh, from Blackish, uh, and she she did okay. the Gronish one, too. Yeah. Okay. But it, I guess we're also getting the Little Mermaid, too, because, I mean, that's been announced, oh. like, a while ago, but... Oh, the Black the Black Little Mermaid, right? Yeah. Black yeah. Ariel? Oh, yeah. they have uh, Melissa McCarthy as uh, the Sea Witch. Okay, that could work. That's good casting. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. This is this is a lot of content, man. This is this is going to be fun. I think a lot uh, of it's going to work. My only problem is with the whole like live action version of something, but you're still using animation. It's like okay, you can't really. It's not live action. It was animated. Live action. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you already mention the Disenchanted sequel? Oh, I forgot about that. So yeah, go yeah. Ahead. So there's a Disenchanted sequel. It's the sequel to Enchanted, Enchanted yeah. with Amy Adams coming back as her role as Giselle. Okay. So that's interesting. I didn't know they were going to do a sequel to that, but there you go. Let's switch it up a little bit. Wait, uh, didn't we... We... Oh, go ahead. Uh, didn't we have a sequel to Enchanted? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Smurfs. Sorry, my bad. Oh. Well, they did the... the Angelina Jolie one had a sequel. Uh, well, no, Maleficent had a sequel, which was yeah. fucking, which was really good, but that doesn't. I mean, technically, it is Sleeping Beauty, but it's not because from the point of view of the villain, I like yep. to see them do. A, I like to see them do a. Um, a I saw a. Um, I'm not sure if it was a meme or like an image clip art type shit of um, Cruella Bill. I just see. I like to see her backstory. She is uh, <laughs> so. Corella Deville is getting it. She's getting live action. I guess it's her own. But um, what's her name? Uh, who is, is Dalmatian? Okay. Yeah, but they're doing live action with uh, the chick from Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises. What's her name? I can't think. Chicky Blade Catwoman. She's Corella Deville. Oh. oh. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Hathaway. There you go. Anne Hathaway will be Corella. Uh, we also have Jungle Cruise, which is actually supposed to come out this past summer. Uh, they're doing a. They're doing a prequel to The Lion King, and <laughs> they're doing, I don't know. Lion King makes money, man. Lion yeah. King makes it's, buku. It's, uh, it's, doing... it's, it's, it's Mufasa fucking having relationship with Sarabi. <laughs> uh, Look, Lion doing... King made Star Wars slash Avengers level money. I like, like, shit you not. Yeah. I would say with, with the Lion King sequel, we didn't see, like, what happened between um, Mufasa and Scar. Like, how, like, okay. How are you? How is his name Scar? Is, I mean, he was born with Scar. Like, is that why they call him Scar? Or was there some shit that went down that caught him? That caused him to be called Scar. I don't need like, to tell me about that. It's like Marshall Ali. Like, how do you get? I know I got a star, but is that the guy, right? Like, Scar. Like, <laughs> is Marshall Ali got Scar? His name probably was like, like Umbaku or some shit like that. I don't know. All right. Uh, there's a bunch. There's a there's a bunch more shit on here, but I. Can yeah. Really. Uh, well, let's. Oh, Dungle, like I said, prequel. Night in the Museum's coming back. Uh, Tesseract's coming back. Uh, Cheaper by the Dozen's coming back. What the and then fuck? there's this, uh, this, Pan African, animated film. I can't pronounce. It's spelled I W A J U. Uh, based off of a, uh, I believe this is a, a 
a god, an African god. Uh, this is also in conjunction with an African animated studio, which they're okay. going to be doing with Pixar. Uh, there's another Zootopia, a uh, Tiana from the Princess or uh, Princess and the Frog, uh, a Moana the series, and a Baymax series. Oh yeah, yeah, Big Hero yeah. Six. So there um, you go. Let's switch it up a little bit. Uh, last week we talked about it, we kind of alluded to it, and we fucking got it with uh, the Jeff Keighley presented Game Awards dropped on Thursday. Last week, did y'all watch this? No. You didn't watch uh, any of it, huh? Uh, I saw I some of the I winners. a little bit of it. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to walk on you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Sorry, man. I think it was me. Uh, I, uh, I saw a little bit of it. I uh, I didn't watch everything live but i went back and i think i was like cooking some shit and i, I like watched like the second half of it as it played out or whatever because yeah i, I remember because i was in the fucking cereal aisle when fucking prodigies going bananas about happy like a like a little adolescent kid or whatever about his abby winning uh best performer and he, you want to suck on her forearms or something like that so you sound so salty. You sound real I'm salty, salty about this. I am not salty. Yeah, I mean... Here we go, here we go. All, all that happened is Naughty Dog just dominated the fucking award show. Like, that's that's what it was. Last of Us was a, good, was a great game. Last of Us was a great game. Yeah, you, I know you don't particularly like the character, Abby... <laughs> Uh, now here, here's the thing, Laura Bailey. Uh, just to point out, so people Swole Abby, out. say her name. Swole Abby. Yeah. Swole Abby. <laughs> Laura Bailey, who played the the voice actress, got death threats for playing Swole Abby, and so she got vindicated by winning this award at the prestigious as uh, game awards um, for her performance. I thought that was fucking cool. It sounds like Stitch has a problem with that though. You, no, no, you no, want no, the no, woman see, to get more death threats? What, what, what are we talking about here? I see what you're doing. Are we going to play some Queen's Gambit on this? I'm going to try to set me up like you tried to set me up with Elliot and Ellie last week. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not twice. Uh, it was an amazing game. It was an amazing game. Uh, obviously, I am not a fan of death threats. You are a shitty human being if you are giving death threats to anybody, especially over a video game. And if you if you rewind the tape, I said that back then. You are a piece of shit human being if you are giving death threats over a fucking video game and however somebody made you feel during a video game. I just didn't like the character of Abby, and I was Team Ellie in the video game. That, that's all it is. I have nothing against Laura Bailey as a person. A record label or a crew. <laughs> <laughs> Covering all these bases. Because <laughs> so, so, I, I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to fucking get check, but he's playing checkers. Can't I do that shit. I don't do I, all I'll say is this. I love it. We talked about this game for months uh, back in June. I thought this was going to be game of the year right in June. It, 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 it just impressed the fuck out of me. I'm not saying there weren't a, a lot of other great games this year, but. I was, was glad to see Naughty, Naughty Dog win. It was a two-horse race, uh, mainly with, with Naughty, Bar Naughty Dog being Secretariat or whatever, just because everybody's been anticipating, waiting for it. And then you had Ghost of Tsushima, which 
was something that not wasn't as I don't want to say as mainstream, but it didn't have the the massive hype machine that, that it was a new IP. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I am so anxious to play Ghost of Tsushima, and it's so I'm, good. I'm kind of mad. I, yeah, I, and I'm mad I didn't get a chance to play it before the awards came out to give like a full opinion on it. But like I said, I love Last of Us. A lot of people love both of them. And there was some argument between the two on which was a better game. I mean, Chronos can probably give his opinion better than I can because he's played both of them. But I understand that both of them were amazing games. <laughs> and it was it was a it was a heads or tails coin flip. I don't know. I don't even know what the other ones in the category were for game of the year yeah there were but there were games that i mean they were good they didn't really matter um yeah exactly to be honest with you i mean i I talked about it earlier you know in the year on the podcast is that uh the the story of the last of us 2 was so strong it was so strong It, it was hard to beat i mean for anybody that wants to talk about you know Oh, I don't like this character. I don't like whatever. You know, I don't. It doesn't it doesn't fucking matter. The story for Last of Us Two was fuck. It, it went hard as fuck. It it made me flip flop on who I was rooting for um, to win in the game. Seriously, I've never had a single game in my entire lifetime do that ever. All right, but the gameplay for the Last of Us Two was was nowhere near as good as Ghost of Tsushima, but. Ghost of Tsushima's story wasn't as good as The Last of Us 2. So this is where we're getting to like these weird like dichotomies with gaming. Where like this is the this is when you know the gaming industry is evolving, is when you have a game that has a stronger story being out of a game that has a stronger gameplay. Like as game of the year. And rightfully so. Like I totally understand why. The Last of Us 2 won Game of the Year because they, they elevated the state of gaming, as far as I'm concerned, um, forever. And Ghost of Tsushima, they, in, they, the story was, was good, but it wasn't great. But the gameplay and the visualizations and like the, the whole like art direction was like far superior to The Last of Us 2. So I think that gamers um, are evolving because we want to see, and it's also what I think is what what's amazing to me is that people were, ha, have been talking about these stupid ass talking heads for gaming in the gaming industry are like, oh, you know, single player is dead, fucking bullshit, <laughs> fuck this bullshit. Like nobody talked about a single multiplayer game being in in a serious contention for game of the year in 2020. So how the fuck are you gonna sit there and say that single player single player games are dead? Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's an excellent point. So I do want to point out really quickly is that like, one of the nominees was Doom Eternal, but I guess against uh, Prodigy's ire, Animal Crossing <laughs> New Horizons was also nominated as Game of the Year. I, don't, I didn't play been. the game. I don't have a problem with it being nominated at all. I never played you, it at all. You, what else? So, all the tweets that you were saying about, you know, uh, it just looked like a weave game to me, but I don't have a problem with it getting nominated. It did, it did huge numbers. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I thought, it, I thought it, that it did look like a weave game. I mean, come on, like so, it, it didn't look good to me, my, but like, my doesn't four, mean that I'm shitting on it. So Riley plays that game. She, my four-year-old knows how to play the game. Okay. Like seriously, she knows how to like actually like move the character around 
in Arctic Environments. I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, yeah, it should be nominated for Game of the Year, but it's, it it was never gonna win. <laughs> it never gonna win. Kind of piggyback with Chris was saying with that. Um, I I felt like. We we saw like an insurgent of, of like video games with like your your um your Fortnite and um well like there there's been an uptick on games where with multiplayer seems like it was like the, the reason why you want to buy this game but it, it when it came down to it like you know not all everybody has like strong internet connection where you can play in multiplayer where you're playing against people on fucking different continents and this and that and sure. that. Like, it's all about, like, like for example, Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man, like, it's a good fucking game, all the way through, like, it, the storyline sticks, it's, you, you feel like you're the character and blah, 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 like, you don't care if you're fucking playing against other people, as long as the story makes you feel like you're that character, and or the storyline is fucking worth watching or playing, it, it, it's hard to say that a multiplayer game would beat out uh, a, a solo storyline, basically. I think this is two years in a row where... The multiplayer games are taking an L at least two years because last year was God of War, wasn't it? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Hold on. Last year was uh, Sekiro, actually. That was 2019. Is that single player or multiplayer? I never. No, that, that, that's definitely single player. I'm just saying, like, in terms of which game won. But the year before God of War, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So that's three years in a row of yeah. single player games, and like people keep trying to convince you Somebody that these, that multiplayer yeah. games yeah. are like. You know they're dying. The, the multiplayer games are not dying, at all. No. I just think that when you look at, um, there's no single player tournaments. <laughs> you know, there's no, no. single player no. esports, and that's what people are like. They're set tripping. You know, they don't understand like <laughs> what people actually want. Well, also just to give, really give some props. I mean, you, you had three Sony fucking exclusives in the game of the year. You, yeah. we haven't even mentioned this last one, which is I'm enjoying it right now. But Final Fantasy VII remake was up there for game game of the year i, I don't i don't think anybody realistically thought it was going to beat out either ghost or the last of us part two but it was certainly in the conversation well i mean and it that, won some awards well let's be totally honest though i mean xbox has not put out their last good single player game was um gears of war what yeah, five what? what have they made that's been noteworthy since then since gears five well so there, so this game is. So there's a game that is made by Microsoft Studios, but it's on multiple platforms. The only yeah. platform it's not on is PlayStation, and that you is. About that flight sim? No, Ori and the Will of the Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Well, yeah, that's, which is on. It's on PC, Xbox. It's on everything except for PlayStation, but it was also nominated for Best Art Direction. Sounds like a photo of me. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's, not, it's, not it's be... also. It was also nominated for best score in music as well. Yeah, yeah. that's. Yeah, it's not going to be game of the year. It's just like yeah. Xbox. You know what's funny to me is that there's been there's an article on IGN the other day that just came out that was just like, okay, um, Xbox Series X really needs exclusives now. It's like motherfucker. Everybody knew that that was a gamer, but this is why the Xbox Series X was not taken seriously, at least by me, because there's like there. What exclusive game can I get on the Xbox Series X that I can't get anywhere else? Why the fuck would I buy Flight this console? Uh, I, I can play on a PC. <laughs> it, it's, you, don't want, you don't want to be a commercial pilot? I can, I can play on the PC. <laughs> and it's just like, that's what they, don't, like they don't... like in that movie? They don't seem to understand about the, that whole console. It's like, listen, if you want somebody to play your fucking console, 
you need to have a decent um, exclusive library and Xbox they're fucking far behind and it's disappointing because I've owned uh, every console for the past like three generations and I have literally zero reason to buy the Xbox Series X. Nothing. Yep. There's there's no game that I can't play that that I can get on the Xbox Series X that I can't get on the Xbox One. Yep. I I just like want honestly? I just want to say this: people got to stop fucking doubting Naughty Dog. Goddamn it! It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like they they they, <laughs> they always seem to fucking bring it. They brought it with both Last of Us. They they're always bringing it with Uncharted. Like, this is a quality fucking studio. This is not, like, them slipping up and putting out a shitty product. Like, we, we talked about uh, Cyberpunk. We talked about the Avengers earlier this year. Naughty Dog does not put out shit. And I, and I, I don't know why people even questioned them this year. I, I uh, dude, there was don't, so don't, much control. The, the, only fe- the only thing that I, I give a little bit of a half listen to when people try to criticize Naughty Dog is when they want something a little bit different. When Uncharted and and uh, Last of Us, while they are different games, and mm-hmm. essentially you are doing whatever and you get into a different arena and you fight. With Uncharted, it's more of a, a battle royale. Not a battle royale, but it's more of a uh, knuckle brawling arena mode where you get where you go to a different little section you fight a, a wave of enemies and with last of us you kind of go through this progression of story you get to a, a thing and then you kind of use a little bit more stealthiness to it some people are kind of saying like can you show us a little bit of something different which i love naughty dog i love all the uncharted games i kind of hear what maybe they're saying. I don't have a problem with Naughty Dog being like, oh, this is the only thing that you can do. But I, I kind of understand what they, their little complaint about that aspect of it. If you, if you can, get what I'm saying. If you can, ex- I hear you. My response would be is if you can execute at a high level in what you do, then you stick with what you do to a certain extent until it starts failing. Um, and I, I will say this, there was a lot of complexity to The Last of Us 2's gameplay compared to other Naughty Dog games in terms of the, 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 the whisk, uh, how you use the, your hearing for being able to use your stealth uh, to, to uh, attack your enemies. Um, that was in The Last of, the... of Us, the first one. I didn't, no, yeah, I didn't get any new gameplay. Really? Stuff from... In, in terms, terms of how you how you approach the, the, the attacking of the... Be, uh, oh, go ahead. No, in terms of me hitting L3 or R3 and, and being able to get, like, a an outline of where the, the enemies are, like, no, not really. You're mean, talking yeah, about the echo sensor? Yeah, the, the sound quality was obviously better, but in terms of, like, the actual gameplay itself, mm, and I, I don't want to be like I'm shitting on the game because I love the game. I gave it, like, a 9.9 or whatever. I loved it. But in terms of like something different, I I kind of hear what they're they're sort of saying, and I would ask you, do you think that Naughty Dog is doing better than Rockstar? That would be my. Question. I I I think I think they're a step below Rockstar because of Red Dead Redemption Two and obviously GTA Five are monsters, but it's not that much of a drop off. I really don't think so, and they. 
certainly produce more games every two to three years than Rockstar does. Uh, okay, so I, Rockstar is destroying them as far as like revenue and user concurrent users go. Like by far, I mean, where where is The Last of Us Two's multiplayer at? Where's our DLC at? We may, we may not we may not even get DLC for this. I don't know, but we also did not get any DLC for Red Dead Redemption Two. They they, they fumbled on that. Well, yeah, but Last, they, Last of Us has lost their 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 the stove's not hot anymore for Last of Us. Oh, we, we didn't. Like if, oh, if Last of I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go we we didn't get single player DLC Prodigy, but we did get multiplayer DLC, so that's very distinctive. We got first of all we got multiplayer. And then we got multiplayer DLC, like multiple times for Red Dead Redemption 2. And then obviously when you go to GTA 5, there's so many fucking free DLCs. It, it, they're numerous. It's just too many to fucking count. And mm -hmm. so far with some the last... Up. Yeah, some of us, for, you know, for The Last of Us 2, we haven't gotten shit yet. We have gotten no, like zero announcements on the, the multiplayer or any kind of DLC. And it's been out for a while now. Yes, I will say this. The fandom for the Red Dead Redemption 2 online is nowhere like the GTA 5, and they've, not completely, but it's been very mixed in terms of their uh, level of satisfaction with that DLC. That being said, Last of Us 2, I'm hoping in 2021 we get a PS5 version that has some kind of fractions and some updates. But regardless of that, even when you go back to 2018, like we said, uh, God of War won that year uh, for Game of the Year, right? But but nobody is playing Last of Us One. There, there's there's no multiplayer going on for Last of Us right now. For Last and, of Us Two, you're right. Well, e even for Last of Us One, I mean, are the servers still up? If they are, oh, yeah. who's playing? Yeah. So I I think you're giving an unfair comparison, Prodigy. To be honest with you, GTA Five came out in fucking seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. They, they've had seven years of content to put on there. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two. They've already separated the online game from the actual single player game. You can get the mm -hmm. online game right now for like five fucking bucks, and they separated it. You can't do that with the, with GTA. Um, I think that Red Dead Redemption is is doing too is is doing fantastic um, as far as like their post game content. It just it just takes time, just like GTA. Remember when GTA first came out? There was literally no um, online component at all, and then when it did come out, it was fucked up. It was terrible, and I talked but all I, kinds of shit about it. But I, I think I, we're getting a little lost in the weeds. I did not say that Naughty Dog was above Rockstar. Just to rewind the tape. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. But, but then you went it. back and you said that you know you were comparing you know Red Dead Redemption Two to um, GTA Five. So that's what I'm trying to draw the distinction. It's like yeah, obviously there's not that much content now because. You know, Red Dead Redemption Two hasn't been out that long ago, and they're still dropping free DLCs all the time. Because they said there was no DLCs at first, but there is DLCs for Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption Two. There, there is single no single-player single DLC. But there's That's also no single-player DLC for GTA Five, so this is not an uncommon occurrence. Yeah, you're, you're right. They have not done they have not done single-player uh, DLC for those games. But again, Naughty Naughty Dog has really done well. I don't think they're at the rock star level. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But they're they're up they're up there is what I'm saying. Below but up there. 
I don't. I don't think that's even a question anymore. Right. But go uh, ahead. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. There's there's one king of the hill, and it's Rockstar, and then everybody else is a tier below. It seems like right now only in tier two is. Can't hear about Green. Well, I mean, I mean Squ- Square Mix. I, I, I like I like Final Fantasy VII, and that was up for game of the year. But they also made Avengers, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, they, they lost a lot of points, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, but it just seems like, the, like they are they've dropped the ball because obviously, Chronos Eye and Blue are not going back to the PS4 or whatever to <laughs> go play some uh, fucking peasants. Go, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, no, I mean, shade, but no shade. <laughs> but to play like Last of Us multiplayer and everything, I think that. As each day goes by, they're losing the potential to maximize on people wanting to go play The Last of Us 2. Like, we all, we all beat the game, but I don't have a I don't have a reason to go play it again or to play it on ultimate mode or what because I think there's a, a a new mode that unlocks. Yeah, there's a like an extra hard mode, whatever they fucking yeah, call it. I've no, I've no desire to play it. I, I haven't I have not picked it up or put it back into my PlayStation. I don't know if, if Blue or, or uh, Chronos has, but there's there's no reason for me to pick it up again. The only reason for me to pick it up again and play it would be for them to release multiplayer, which they have not done. We have not gotten a, gotten a release date on it. And since that time frame has happened where it was the best-selling game in the country, we already have a new generation of consoles. Yep. Uh, we have... We have, uh, what's it called? Spider-Man. We have uh, Assassin's Creed. We have a, a slew of new games on a new different console. I have no reason to go back and, and I mean, obviously the Game Awards happen and we're, we're giving them their flowers and we're like, yeah, this is a great game. But I have no itch on my my skin to, to scratch. To be like, yo, I can't, I need, I can't wait to go back and play <laughs> Last of Us. Like, and that's, that's not saying it wasn't a good game or anything like that, but it's just like, even with noon, if they were to announce something tomorrow, I would be like, "That looks cool." I'll someone tell me about it. I'm not. I have no desire to play it. That's fair. That's fair. They, I you? will point out this in 2013. In 2013, when they came out with the first Last of Us, obviously on the PS3 version, that swan song, back in the GTA 5 same year. The following year, they came out with the PS4 version. Both the PS3 and the PS4 already had multiplayer. I'm not discrediting that, but I'm just saying maybe when you're approaching the year anniversary in June of 2021, maybe there's a PS5 version with some online. I don't know. Or DLC. Do you have desire to play it? Or if if they announced it tomorrow, would you plug it back in and play it? Oh, yeah. I I would. I would. I I, I love it that much. But go ahead. All right. No, that, that, that was just my question. Old Ninja, did you get in here on any of this? Uh, everything's pretty much already said. I mean, I expect that answer from a swole, a hap, swole labby hater. So, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, I, I remember when I was like 16-bit. Or whatever. I remember when I was. Yeah. You know what's funny is that his, his screen is frozen right now souls. because he's still playing on fucking old school peasant consoles he's got an old school peasant know, laptop where uh, your face well, isn't even moving bro you're frozen you're frozen since, you're, you're since living a 16 bit life console, you remember loading console? screens Chronos, you remember loading screens well with cyberpunk mm-hmm. yeah i do but with other games that are actually <laughs> ps5 games no 
So since we're, since we're talking about consoles, there's there's a B's and BTI question that came up, and it's name the consoles, gaming consoles that you've owned in your lifetime. God damn, we'll be here forever, man. Yeah. And I, it should be a short list if you just knock them out. Oh, uh, nah, I don't know about that. So okay, probably name I'll, the one I'll, I'll, I didn't I'll, own. <laughs> oh, no, let, so hold on, wait, 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 wait. Let uh, Bunny Man. Wait, Bunny Man. Bunny yeah, man. Bunny Man, get in here. Sorry. What consoles have you owned? <clears throat> Gaming consoles. Uh, just Nintendo and PlayStation. I I almost ruined my life with video games, so I promised myself I would <laughs> buy another. Oh, dang. Console until uh, I was a millionaire. So I'm not a millionaire yet. The last thing I had was a PS3. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> not, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, so I did PC gaming though. So you know. I'm definitely on PS PlayStation side. I, Xbox, PlayStation was smart. They decided to go after the original exclusives, and that's what drives sales. So you know, Microsoft didn't want to invest in that game, and they got crushed. So I think uh, yeah, you know. So have you owned both, like all of them? I have you had a PS One, and PS Two, and PS Three, or have you just yeah? Had the... I had PS One, uh, Two, One through Three, and then I was way too much of a loser so i, I had to <laughs> chill out on that <laughs> uh old Deji, what you got on here gaming consoles oh my god um so including handhelds oh i'm being here for days <laughs> no obviously but still so all right first one i had was atari 2600 then i had a yeah, I had a Tandy Color Computer 3. Uh, I had it's not a console. The... What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, it was partially a console. No, it's not I partially mean... a console. It's partially, <laughs> entirely a computer. Uh, so I had this, a Nintendo Entertainment System, Sega Master System, uh, the N64, PlayStation 3, uh, Xbox 360, Xbox... Uh, I skipped. Um, shit. Uh, the Wii. The shit. PlayStation Portable PSP. Uh, shit. Obviously, uh, I have the Xbox One. Xbox 360. PlayStation 4. Uh, shit. I'm missing a couple consoles, but that's what I can think of. Right Stitch, now. what you got? I'll name the ones I didn't have, just to save boredom. Uh, I no, did no, not we don't know what you had had. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking crazy. There's a lot that you didn't have. Maybe no, not. No, it's probably the, it's the other way around. Yeah. yeah, it's the other way around. I did not, I did not have the... Uh, Super Nintendo was the first one I really did not have. Uh, and I'm, not, I'm excluding the handheld... Stuff. I did not have a Neo Geo. I did not have an Atari Jaguar. I did not have a uh, Sega Master System, and I did not have a uh, Sega uh, CD or a Sega Saturn. Then I did not have a GameCube. Oh shit! I had a GameCube. I'm telling you, everything else that I had it, that is not on that list. I mean, I. It, Whatever. And then, we, um, we want you to fucking brag about what you did have. 
it's everything pretty much yeah i had fucking first thing i had was a commodore 64 uh atari then nintendo whatever sega uh, like literally as it goes on dreamcast I've, i've had all that i remember the shit that i did not have just because i didn't either feel like saving up with my own money or did not try to do chores around the house to get my parents to buy it for me because i whatever earned it through chores and shit like that i remember putting spare change in like a big ass water jug it was a glass water jug to get a a sega genesis or whatever (laughs) so uh and then yeah neo geo then uh not have a gamecube and then after that it was just out of preference that's when i was just like i can pick and choose what, what is I, I want and do not want. I just was not appealed by having any of the Xbox lineage of stuff. Uh, did not have a Wii, a Wii U, and I just stuck with PlayStation. That was sort of my, my go-to from there. Whatever, game the game portable ones, uh, I had a Game Gear, I had a, a Game Boy, I had a Vita, the, the white Vita with the uh, that came with the Assassin's Creed special thing and uh i feel like i'm missing one but yeah uh, uh Clarence, what you got on this one oh, jesus christ yeah i've had basically i've had a lot so i've had like a 2600 nes super nes n64 playstation 1 2 3 4 5 dreamcast fucking xbox xbox one uh we wii u GameCube. I've had both of the Sony handhelds. I had a Lynx. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I remember yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. That was a pretty yeah, rare one. Um, I, I've had plenty of consoles, and I think that's that's all I can think of right now for consoles. But I basically had like, what was the first like Nintendo one that was? Was it the Wii? The one with the NES? No, 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 no. Oh. The one with the fucking wand controls. Oh, and oh, I have a Switch. Weird, yeah. I have a Switch. I have a Switch as well. Oh, I thought it was... Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the Wii Motion ones. Okay. No, no. Well, the Wii Motion ones, yeah, it's just called the Wii. But yeah, I have a Switch as well. Um, yeah, I just... Bought... In a rental, I'll have a Xbox Series X, but I have no reason to right now. Like, literally none. And I've owned a whole bunch of fucking PCs, but they're not consoles, so... I'm gonna go hyper fast. The only only Microsoft one I've ever had is uh, the 360, and I didn't. I skipped the PlayStation one for some weird fucking reason. Didn't have uh, the GameCube, NES all the way through. Game Boy I had, and I I skipped the PSP, but I did have the Vita. Uh, so it's PlayStation two through four, uh, and a whole bunch of Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and N64, which I did love the N64 quite a bit. That's what I got, and I can't fucking find a PS5. God damn it. Oh, well. <laughs> Let's wrap this up, y'all. We've, we've been no, no, going. I didn't, yeah. I didn't go to my list. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you went first. My bad. No, no, no. I did not go first. So, first console I, I owned was the, the Atari 2600. And I, I swear to God, there was another Atari console I had. It was it was one that you had to, like, type into the controller and shit like that. I can't remember what model that was. But um, there, there's two Atari consoles I had. But then, like... I didn't own. I have never owned a Nintendo fucking product in my life. Oh wow! Wow. So I mean, I had siblings. They got Nintendo. So I, like in our house, we had two fucking Nintendo consoles, Nintendo NES consoles in our house. And then my brother got a Super Nintendo 
it wasn't mine. I couldn't fucking play it. They were all fucking bitchy about it. That's why I fucking hate Nintendo. But uh, my first next console was the Sega Genesis. I actually got that for my birthday, and I, I paid a lot of money to get that shit. Um, I got the Game Gear. Then I got the Sony PlayStation 1. The original, not the PlayStation 1. I had the fucking PlayStation, the Sony PlayStation. And then I got the PS2, uh, PS3. I had a, the Xbox 360. Everybody kept wanting me to get the Xbox original one. But I was like, nah, this, this thing is fucking old and hideous looking. Um, I got the PS3, PS4, and then PS5. And I had the Game Gear. I had, I had the, the Sega Game Gear. I had the Linux. Um, Linux. Uh, Links. I had like, just the Links. Just because you could, you could really play console fucking games in your fucking hand, which was fucking dope at the, at the time. And no other brand has been able to do that until later on. No, TurboGrafx-16. TurboGrafx-16 can do it too. I just, no, I had the TurboGrafx-16. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, the TurboGrafx-16, they had a, a handheld game that you put the, the cartridge into. Um, I, I've had the NEO, which is fucking super fucking rare. Um, what does that have? Um, I had the 360, the PlayStation 4, 5, and 6. Look, oh, sorry. I don't have the 6 yet. I'm going to leave status. Yeah, you guys haven't heard about Yeah, I haven't heard that. So I had the HTC. You got to do VR in there, too. I have a Vive, too. Uh, that's PC, but yeah. I have a Vive, too. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much all the, all the consoles I had so far. All right. Good stuff. Let's wrap this up, man. Yeah. Uh, but, buddy, man, uh, real quick, what do you have going on this week? Anything you want to promote on, on our way out? Uh, I mean, other than this new endeavor, ComicCauses.org, if you're a comic book fan, check it out. You know, um, any kind of support at all would be great. And uh, to be honest, that's that's my thing. Just, uh, just going to be diving in the comic book world and, and trying to find some... Uh, artists actually that'd be cool if we could find some artists to interview on the podcast and stuff because um i did put you on the, the uh the website as the partner so we can do uh, that and also i want to eventually get to a point to where we can make like that korean comic book bookstore that you showed oh was, dude can we, if we can make one of those in the that'd be fucking awesome that was just fantastic in korea they have uh comic book cafes where you just pay per hour like five bucks or something like really cheap and you could just read any comic book you want and they give you like free coffee and uh i walked in and they had like a whole wall of american comic books and oh, wow. like you know a ton of um uh manga and stuff but uh it was pretty fantastic man i was like yeah. <laughs> make me one of these that's cool <laughs> There's a nerd version of a cat cafe. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be cool too. But by the way, I just want to appreciate you guys for having me on. I, I know it's been a long time, and but I could listen to you guys geek out about stuff like all day. Like, <laughs> thank you. Oh, yeah, appreciate you, man. Yeah, it's great having you back. Thank you. I'll be back again for sure. Uh, you know, in the new year. So. Hell yeah, you guys. Yeah. Uh, on the movie shit list, that we all can meet up and have a crazy ass beer. Session. Yeah, face to face. At the the fucking yes. Eventually, we're gonna have like a party in at my house in the in the Infinity Base. Y'all haven't seen it yet, um, but it's mm -hmm. it's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Cornus, <laughs> Cornus, what you got? Uh, you know, it's basically it's fucking Groundhog's Day. Um, 
the end of the year is coming up and uh, I have my year end review where they just decided to throw money at me. So I'm like, all right, cool. Thank you. Um, I really needed it. So because <laughs> I take a, a huge pay cut for like four months of the year. So this is great. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, California is running out of ICU bed space. So they're going back into lockdown. This affects me because I was going to do a huge birthday. Well, not a huge birthday party because I can only have like six people there. But a birthday party for KMAC. I was I rented out a entire movie theater and I'm pretty sure they're gonna have to cancel it. So I'm gonna message mm-hmm. them tomorrow and be like, hey, if you gotta push it back, it's fine. Keep the deposit so you guys can stay paid. But uh, let's just push it out until like the, these latest lockdowns are over. Cause yeah, the ICU is ICU beds being under fifteen percent. Under fifteen percent, they're at twelve and a half percent right now of like what they have left for ICU beds. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. And people are going to get mad about the lockdowns, but it's like, listen, if, if you if you get sick and you need an ICU bed and they run out, like, you're just going to fucking die literally in your fucking house infecting others. Yeah. So, I mean, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks, you know, losing your, you know, your rights or whatever. But there's like sometimes where it's like freedom, it comes at a price. Yeah. And if, if, the, if the price of your freedom is literally your life for doing some stupid shit, it's like, yeah, you're free to like do a lot of things but it's like this is one of the things that you should not have the freedom to do is like go out and infect other people with like some and i understand oh yeah it's only like one percent or two percent or three percent of people you don't know who those fucking people are that's the problem like i can walk down the street with no mask on and kill somebody to kill somebody's grandmother you know that's that's literally what's happening but people don't i want to add to that just have from coming back from korea what i discovered is that they actually have more freedom over there because they never actually even went into full lockdown. They never shut down their businesses completely. And they literally, because everybody wears their masks, like hey, movie theaters are even open. And so yep. like, uh, I realized like, wow, like the portion of America who are actually selfish by saying it's about freedom are also giving themselves less freedom because yeah. you can't have a, a good scientific based response. And so it, it's really a bad look for America. I mean, a lot of countries are like, wow, they really are dumb. <laughs> yeah, well, like, it's because... Korea, like, aren't they, aren't they, aren't they uh, tracing? Like, and they tracing. do tracing yeah. and like, yeah, when you walk into a, um, uh, a store, they have you check in with an... Like, so what they do is they don't track you like um, everywhere you go. What they do is like when you walk into a place, you like check in like with the whatsapp and then, did it. Yeah. hey hey i'm in here and so um mm. you know so it's the problem is you you know americans can't trust the u.s government with their information so it's pretty hard to to do that as well so well and it's know. also like there's misinformation because a lot of americans think of this like this very strange like zero-sum game where it's like mm. either you're gonna die or you'll be fine no mm. that's not mm. the way this works there's some fucking White House staffer that lost his fucking foot to COVID. There's people that are, there's a good portion of people, it's not insignificant, that are going to live the rest of their lives diminished because they got COVID-19. And yeah, they didn't die, but it's like their lungs will never recover. You know, whatever other issues that they have, they're never going to recover from. But you're just like, oh, well, if you didn't die, you're good. And you can still get reinfected. So yeah, we have vaccines that are, you know, on the way. But th- those vaccines are not going to come to the mass public 
you know, for months. So you're seeing all these vaccines being given out. Who do you see them giving out to? It's all frontline workers, which who, who need them. But it's just like, you're not going to get them for a while, you know, so. I could have people who have money. <laughs> it's not even with money. It's, it's, it's going to go to, to uh, people that are at more at risk. But yeah, I guess people that with money, they might be able to get them, but it's going to be so limited. They're just, people are fucking dumb. And this, is, this is like one of the few things with like, yeah, I'm all for freedom. But it's like, if freedom's going to fucking allow you to kill me or kill my mom on accident, which I mean, she already passed away or kill somebody else that I love that's older or at risk or my, you know, my girlfriend who's at risk just because you didn't decide to wear a mask. Fuck you, man. F fuck you and fuck your freedom. Because when she's dead, like, what the fuck? Anyway, I'll leave it at that. I'm gonna get mad. True that. True that. Fuck them all. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Blue, what you got? Um. So I, I've been doing a little homework improvement around the house. So one of the most successful things I've done recently at, at our house is it's called a smart thermostat. Oh, that's great. And it's just, this is some like some like okay, you're fucking dad type shit because. I literally, like, I basically had to learn how a fucking fire, a, not a fireplace, basically how a wall heater works. So this is, there, so the water heater that you have in your house, there's this thing called a micro bolt thingy. And basically once you hit the pilelite, there's like a little metal rod that runs in the pilelite that, that conducts electricity. And that electricity is enough to run to the little motor that can allow gas to follow through the fucking thermos through the gas line to turn the heater on. And it doesn't use it so if, if your power went out, basically, your heater will still fucking work. If you connect the two wires together, your heater will fucking come on. And basically I had to figure out through the through the, the magic of the internet how to get this shit to work with the smart thermostat. So I had to buy like the smart thermostat and like a a transformer, like not the Optimus Prime version, but like a, like actual fucking electrical transformer that can turn 120 volts down to uh, 24 volts, and then that connects to like a, a switch relay, and that switch relay basically basically sends a signal to the fucking heater to turn the heater on. And it's like holy shit, I can't believe this all this shit. Yeah, dude, I, I had to go my I had to go my attic to get my fucking my nest to work. I had to like literally go in there, connect a wire into my heater. And then go back down and connect it. It was a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it's 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 it was a pain in the ass, but it's, when, it, when it fucking worked, I was like, I was like Tom Hanks in fucking um, Castaway. I was like, we have fire, or we have fire. Like, <laughs> this shit fucking worked. So I, was, I was pretty impressed by that, but um, yeah. So I kind of fucked up because like <laughs> the thermostat we had in our house was a two wire thermostat, and I had to like somehow run like extra wiring. I ran the wiring through the walls, like <laughs> the fishing line I had fucking came undone. <laughs> so I had to cut out like holes in the walls to try to find out where the fucking line was. So I had to, I had to now I have to go back and patch in, patch in those holes. But um, there's that. Like um, uh, we received some gifts for. So if you're not know, um, the Swedes and I were expecting our first child. Um, we haven't came up with the name yet, but March. Late March is when he is supposed to be here. We have we have, we already know that it's gonna be a boy that's coming. Um, yeah, we're just preparing for that. Yeah, right now, from today's date, he he'll be here in a hundred days, give or take. But um, yeah, we're looking for that. I, like I've been hitting up Stitch and um, and Lilo. They've been kind of giving us a few tips about like you know what to expect when you're expecting. Um, definitely hit up Chronos and uh, and Prodigy because they're both experienced. 
parents. Um, yeah, but other than that, um, we we're gonna have windows, new windows installed on the house just because like you know we have a baby on the way and like our neighbors smoke cigarettes and like it's the the windows are fucking paper thin basically, and you know. I know, I know babies, from what I learned, babies actually love noise because it represents the sound that was inside the womb. But, like, you know, our neighbors smoke cigarettes and, like, you can, we can smell the cigarette smoke inside of our house. And it's like, okay, we don't want that shit to fucking happen. And then also, like, the whole temperature thing. But um, other than that, you know, just, just chilling, playing more of my PS, my PS5. Flexing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I actually just finished playing. Um, I actually platinum uh, Miles Morales Spider Man, and I'm gonna throw in uh, Sackboy Adventure, just part of the the Little Big Planet game franchise, uh, which I'm looking forward to. So hope I can platinum that too because uh, <laughs> I got a PS5 and you don't. Stitch, what you got? Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare dropped their new season thing so it's a combination of cold war and modern warfare so i i downloaded that thing it's another 20 30 gigabytes of, of memory so i'll probably play this and this will be maybe my swan song before i delete that massive thing off my fucking hard drive um <laughs> so i'm kind of gonna look forward to that but yeah on, on the COVID thing it's, it's hilarious because i enjoy being able to taste food like mm-hmm. sense of taste is something that I love and like that's like one of the known side effects from even having COVID is that mm-hmm. yeah I'm recovered but I can't taste it that's scary as fuck to me <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I, people are just acting all chill like that like yeah yeah I, I had it but I'm good now I just, I just can't taste stuff like yo that's a problem like <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want my food to taste like cardboard or whatever or, or like rice cake or whatever did you like, but, uh... I'm with you. Did you see the guy in the video like tasting all these different kind of liquids and he's like, this is water, like this is water, like, and he had like fucking like grapefruit drink and this and that and he's like, this all tastes like water to me. Yeah, yeah, that's, obviously that's not death, but that's, that's a massive fucking problem and people are just like, chill with that. Like, I, I don't get it, but you know what? That's why I try to stay my ass inside as much as I can and, and mask up and, and whatever. Uh, like you said, we're under mandatory lockdown stuff, so hopefully you've already stocked up on whatever stuff that you have if you're in the Bay Area, and I sure, I'm sure wherever the hell else you're at in the, in the United States, you're probably going to have that uh, coming down to you. Shout out to the people on the East Coast. They have a massive snowstorm coming through. Uh, go ahead, Kronos. It looks like you are going to say something. Oh, no, I was going to say you fucked up because you didn't get, like, the best mask ever made by Triple uh, R Design. <laughs> you should have got on there, like, uh, their foundry thing. It's, it's literally the best fucking mask. Expensive. Expensive as fuck, though. $68? $68 for a mask, no. <laughs> this is, uh, when you put it on, though, you're like, plus you look like fucking Storm Shadow. I'm just saying. Uh, That's worth it. I mean, it's a vo- I'm gonna need some voice modulation. To get <laughs> like, like a fucking sound wave or something. Uh, other than that, um, I, cooked, I did a test trial run on scallops or whatever. I was sort of nervous about trying to cook scallops uh, by myself because they're obviously expensive and you can fuck it up easy. But I looked up a couple of recipes 
they actually really it's really easy. It's almost like easier than shrimp. So I was pretty happy with my result today. So nice. I might I might uh, try to do a little cooking video or something and maybe get it released on the Shokugeki on our, our network since we're not doing any react videos or anything because of COVID. So maybe I'll try to do like little mini cooking videos or some shit like that just for shits and giggles. Other nice. than that, uh, nothing else. Just into enjoying the PlayStation Five. Uh, I think they have uh, some new stuff coming out with like PlayStation Plus this week. And then uh, just stockpiling gifts for Christmas for the baby. So, yeah. Very nice. Old Danger, what you got? Uh, so, I'm probably going to do some uh, more uh, Twitch streaming with the Culture Junkie guys, uh, hopefully this weekend. Um, doing some more Christmas stuff. I still have a bunch of gifts to still wrap, even though I wrapped like half of them. Um, so apparently on Monday, if you are African American descent, we're supposed to get superpowers because of the star of Bethlehem that everybody keeps talking about. So everyone's been talking about uh, what kind of power do you think you're going to get. And I'm like, okay, sure. I mean, basically, what's just going to happen? There's going to be a celestial event where Saturn and Jupiter are going to be in line together. So it's going to look like this giant brightness in the sky. In the sky. Which is fine, but everyone thinks we're going to turn into mutants or gain powers or become the Phoenix or something. I so, guarantee sure. you, we'll still be black. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Exactly. We'll get darker. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to be playing uh, some more cyberpunk. I'm going to try to get into it a bit more. I'm going to stream out more of my, my gameplay, which you can kind of already see. Well, I'm going to try to... Uh, there's patches to the game. I'm going to get the patches, and then I'm going to I'm going to play the game. Um, also, Gears of War 5 updated with actual campaign DLC, which yes. I'm going to play in the next day or so. Um, hopefully, maybe tonight, but we'll see. Um, yeah, that's kind of about it. I feel like I'm missing something else. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Just gaming and uh, wrapping gifts and maybe superpowers on Monday. We'll see. Oh, and then the uh, season finale of freaking The Mandalorian is this week. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, we didn't even talk about fucking uh, yeah, uh, we didn't. We didn't. the Queen's yeah. Gambit. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk week, about it next, next week. week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for me, um, with my family, we actually have been marathoning all of Adventure Time, like straight from the beginning. Nice. And oh my god, I, I just fucking love that series. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, I, I, yeah. My my daughter is now old enough to kind of start appreciating it, and my son doesn't remember like the earlier episodes, but it's just fantastic. And then they have a a new like kind of subsequent series with it called uh, Distant Lands. So we're loving the fuck out of that. Um, waiting for uh, One Piece to come back uh, as well. And oh, are you caught up on One Piece? Uh, I am for the dub. I'm not on. I'm not on the sub. But, uh, so, it will, but yeah, if somebody asks you what anime are you caught up, and you say I'm, I'm not caught up on the dubs, shut well, the fuck up. No, but, no. Because here's the thing. I, I've, I've been straightforward with One Piece. The dub is fantastic. It really is. But yeah, it's terrible. And so terrible I'm like thing. in the six mid six hundreds. Yeah. God damn. That's, yeah. That's fucking dedication. Dude, man, it's 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 my favorite series of of all time now. Like way better than anything else. But in any way, um, uh, oh, I'm I'm midway through Final Fantasy VII. I'm really loving that quite a bit. So I took a break from uh, Doom Eternal to really spend some time on that. Loving it quite a fucking bit. Rip and tear, and bro. Definitely finish off a whole bunch more comics this weekend. We... So I'm sorry. You were someone was jumping in. I was just saying, rip and tear. 
Hey, I'm up. Like, Doom Eternal. Ruben Terry. It's, a, it's one of the songs. Oh. <laughs> you don't. I mean, oh. you play the game enough, you'll know. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, okay. Sorry. I was like, I don't know He's what's like, going on. Yeah, yeah, the look on his face was classic. You were quite confused. Look up, like, watch or listen to the song Rip and Tear, and then you'll you'll know. You're going to get fucking hyped. You're going to want to punch something in the face. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I got, really. All Check right. us out, old ninja. All right, you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Thank you to our guest, uh, Bunny Man, for coming on with us tonight. Uh, check us out anywhere on the internet with Beath and BTI. B T H A N B T I. Check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash Beath and BTI. Check us out on uh, One Republic, uh, FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Amazon. We have an app on there. Uh, iHeartRadio. We'll be on Discord pretty soon. We'll be on Discord tonight. I already put it in the uh, chat after this podcast is done. It's going to be open to everybody. It'll be free for a little bit, but then it'll be like a dollar a month probably after a couple months. And you can find us at Be The BTI or they need to spell out Black and Black Times 50. Uh, be the BTI. You find us on on there on Be The BTI. And I, and I put the link in the chat. So. And then the war show is coming soon. Oh, Golden Eggplants. Early January. Early January. Mission Report. December 6th. Fuck new Mass Effect. Oh! <laughs> oh! Damn you! What? Well, that was bitch. Yeah.